Stay tuned for Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy right here on Blog Talk Radio. In the small hollow in North Carolina, there have been several Bigfoot sightings, burning fields and meadows, and even attacking chickens at a local watering hole. Hunters may need to be on the lookout for something other than deer when they hit the woods this week. Up until Sunday night, he hadn't been spotted recently, but according to these pictures, the legendary Mothman is back. The number of UFO sightings is soaring tenfold over the past 25 years. Now, she's not talking about people. She is talking about ghosts. Hanging around what some say is a real-life haunted house. You're listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy on paratalkradio.com. Paratalk Radio is your one stop for all things paranormal, the unknown, and the supernatural. We cover topics such as ghosts, hauntings, Bigfoot, UFOs, and more. Paratalk Radio is a product of the Genesee Valley Paranormal Investigators. You can join us every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 7 p.m. Central. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, TuneIn, and Google Play. We are a part of AHAM Radio Network and blogtalkradio.com. Live video streaming can be seen on Facebook at facebook.com backslash paratalkradio and periscope.tv. To contact us, email paratalkradiohost at gmail.com or search on the web for Paratalk Radio. Paratalk Radio is recorded live at J-Wolf Productions in Ontario, New York, engineered by John Winter. We are Rochester, New York's only paranormal talk radio show. The topics, views, and opinions expressed on our show may not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Paratalk Radio, our hosts, or our sponsors. Some of the language on our show may not be suitable for listeners under 16. And now, here are your hosts, Ted and Cindy. Hi, everybody! (laughs) Hi, everybody! He just sounds like Mickey Mouse doing it. Did I? A little bit. I think so. Do you want some Advil, honey? Yes. For what? Uh, for your painage. No. I've, Would it, you like some cocaine? Oh I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> no, I really don't have cocaine. It's just a joke. I do have goodies powders, which looks like cocaine. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm good. I, as long as I'm sitting, I'm not moving around too much. I'm, I'm okay. Okay. Night Phonic, I think, is who just popped on. we got two people going, hey. and they're just popping on with awesome. Periscope, which is awesome. Um, good Periscope. you got to get Facebook up. <laughs> oh, Facebook, go oh, Facebook. Facebook. Where she can you be? always has such a problem with Facebook. I am lately. I don't know why. It's always, weird. always, always. I had my son help me on Saturday right, night because right. I did my very first live Psychic Cindy thing. Right. And my son had to help me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, we have Dean on the phone already, but we're going to let him wait a few minutes so he can just hear what's going on and we can do some of our you quick announcements and stuff so, okay. so he can hear us. Um, you know, I did a live broadcast earlier to talk about the show and what oh, we're doing you. tonight. I, I missed stuff. it. I'm and sorry. I have noticed that in the broadcast, I must have said, um, like 25 times. Um, I probably did in my show, too, the other night. Um... I got to find a way to fix that. Yeah, um, me too. I notice if I um, inhale, <laughs> I didn't inhale, but if I inhale at the same time, you know, um, as I'm going to say right. that word. Um, so, so, you know what, Invisible um, John? 
I just was doing it too, and you didn't even pay attention um, to me. Oh, were you? I said, um. You did? Um, <laughs> so now, um, consciously, I'm going to keep trying not to say that word. Um, and yeah. So I'm going to try and replace the word with A or. Oh, B. you're Canadian now. A. 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 You know, what yeah, you doing? <laughs> so let's see what we can do. So I'm going to give you a little brief information that I have about Mr. Dean before he gets on here with us. That would be um, awesome. Yeah, I just said, um, damn it, twice. Um. God dang it. <laughs> Dean works as a spiritual medium, um, contacting the departed loved ones, angels, and spirit guides by connecting the earth's plane to the spirit realm. And these soul communication... These souls communicate telepathically through feelings and pictures. No words exist that can describe the intensity of this communication. As a clairvoyant, Dean receives a vision of people, places, and things of the past, present, and future. His... Um... Wait, I didn't say um. You said um. Why did you interrupt me? You haven't said that was, it yet. That was awesome. No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. And as an empath, it takes on the sensation of a physical and emotional state of being for him. So, um, I, I um, said, damn it, I said, um. And you said it twice because you said, damn it, I yeah, said, um. You, you know what we need to do is get one of those things that electrocutes your ass every time you say <laughs> the word. Wow. And I was um, thinking I'd just bring you um, my dog no. collar. Um, no. Um, no. Because <laughs> it's why, my why ass, not? you guys I mean, would be electrocuting even if you two said it. <laughs> You guys would be like, watch this. I'm going to get her. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't even have to say the word, um. No, I'd be like, what? Yeah, and, and John would be doing it just for, you know. For shits and giggles. Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably what would happen. So. We know this is true, John. Yeah, we do. It's just, it's just going to happen. So let me guess. You still haven't found it. I still haven't found it. Oh, Can you goodness. guys tell me if you have found it? The feed for well, all. I just hope. Oh wait, there it there is. It finally. Is. Oh. I was just gonna say, I hope it's it didn't. I took go. it down and brought it back up. The so one, the, the one with trouble. Chip Coffee and Grant Wilson when we were at Fox Sisters. Yeah. It went to my personal Facebook page, not to Parent Talk Radio. That's why we were missing it in the beginning. Oh. Why yeah. I couldn't find them? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mary so, Hughes. Hi, Kelly, darling, Tessier, and six other people that joined. <laughs> that you can't I, see that at this I can't moment. See at this moment, I have Robert White. I have Kristen, um, Diana, Kathleen, Worstein. Hi, Robert. She says hi, Cindy. <laughs> it was almost like a Wookie thing. Hi, <laughs> Sheila. Hi, Adam. Not, yeah, I don't know. Not like that. It's not very terrible. It was terrible. I know that was terrible. Listen, I have a picture though. Hey, Adna, I just saw your name. Hi, Dana or Diana. I already got you. Hey, Jennifer Rose, are you safe? I hope you're safe. I was gonna say I saw those pictures and live feed and stuff from California. How bad they. I, the it's fires so were. bad with the it's fires, scary. and Jennifer is from there. So I think I think John said she had moved out of her house because it it's was scary. too close. So does anybody have an update for us for that? Yeah, it's pretty scary. I'm sure she does. Yeah, maybe we can. Well, Rose. now that we got that situated. Situated? Situated. Before we bring Dean on, we should probably discuss. Um, hey, Eric. I said, um, Erica. damn it. Paranormal news? 
<laughs> Actually, we do have some paranormal news, Good, to be honest with you. We haven't had any in a couple and, of weeks. And this is fun. Let me see if I can okay, find it. Go. It's ah! amazing Hi, news. Hi, Heather Palermo. Oh, Jesus. What is my computer daughter doing? I don't know. Did you get her plugged in? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, Finally. It's a farg. I almost said it. No, I almost said fuck. Oh. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> better than um. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you see that we changed the the profile picture too? It's you and I. Super cute. All right, so everybody, uh, this Thursday, don't forget that hey, Erica. is the Gettysburg is when we're supposed to be going to Gettysburg on the. Hey, Andy, uh, I'm just gonna keep saying. Don't say supposed to go. Okay, we are going. Like Kathleen. Going. All right, I supposed think I said to go. Hi. Anyways, we leave for Gettysburg on hi, Thursday. April. Thursday. Thursday, Toy and we will day. be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, come home on Sunday. We did um, earlier. Shit, I said it again. Um. Anyways. <laughs> you are going to make us so I know, it's going to be terrible. I critically lifted, aware of I know, I know. I kind of <laughs> put out there the, the, the times of us being on the air. Somewhere around noon would be the first one, and then the second would be between five and six, somewhere in there. Wait, so it'll be Saturday? two live feeds for Friday, Saturday. And then oh. Sunday there would be one, I think. But okay. the live feeds will be there for you guys. Super fun! So it will be great. It will be a good time. And we're doing this for you guys, basically. I mean, we want to bring oh, we want to bring this to you. So, Ow. and in saying that, um, as a reminder that someone gave John, me a little bit funny. earlier, please go to our GoFundMe page and donate a few dollars that will help us on our trip. You know that Paratalk Radio is ran completely nonprofit or out of our pockets. And now that Mm -hmm. we're heading to 100 episodes here pretty soon in November. I know. You know, it gets to be a little much on a couple people. So, you know, you know, just us, blah, blah, blah. But we need you guys. You're the reason we're here. That's the reason why we're doing it. We really need you guys. Mm -hmm. Give us a hand. Help us out here a little bit. contribute. Please. And yes. (laughs) This is John Stop False Farting. Guess who said that? Um, Rose. Robert White. <laughs> Robert yeah, White. Of course it would be Robert. Hi, Robert. Yes, indeedy. Oh, it says hi, Christy, but I don't have Christy on here. So maybe Christy can just pop on and say hi. See, if I can't see everybody because if you're not friends with me or something or whatever, I don't know how it works out. You but still I don't, should be able to see everybody. I don't get to. I don't see when people come in like Christy. I, it, and sometimes it'll say like, oh, Mary and Kelly and four others have joined. But I can't see exactly who. Oh, well, that kind of sucks balls. Yeah. Wow. Is that what it does? <laughs> Is that really what it does? It's really what it does. So, <laughs> Unbelievable Podcast is going off the air. What? Yeah. Why? Um, 250 episodes. They've done what they can do. Um, that's their belief. They also... Um, so, is he sh- not coming on the show? No, 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 no. He's still coming on the show. Brian will still be on the show. He was okay. going to talk to Phoebe and see if Phoebe can join him as well. I just think it would be good to have them on the show. Mm-hmm. And just, I, I, I love that podcast, and I can't believe they're going to be Hi, shutting Christy. it down there at the end of the Hi, year. It's, it's amazing. Hey, John Banana. Anyways, I can't find what I was going <laughs> to. Somebody said? sent it to me, but... Hey, Chris. And it might have been Heidi Harrington. I'm not sure, but 
there is news about Bigfoot. He was sighted again in California. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that, too. But I guess it was five of them. It was probably Kristen. It was five of them. And they were carrying a pig over. One of them was carrying a pig over his shoulder. And he tripped over something. And I don't remember what the rest of it said. Are they running from the forest fires? I don't know. All I know is it was in California. I don't remember. I'll have to find it. Then we can do the paranormal. Kristen just said her brother was a block away from the fires in California. He had to be um, evacuated evacuated as well. That's too bad. Yeah. That sucks. Banana. Yeah. Banana. 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 What, isn't All there right, a song so, that says something like that? Banana. Banana. Well, I don't want to keep Dean waiting here, so we need to okay. get into this and get busy with the Dean Meister. Hi, Marie. <laughs> so, Dean, are you still there? Dean, 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 Dean. Uh, I'm here, guys. Yay. Hey. I'm here. You Hi, hear Dean. me? You hear me now? You hear me now? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a Verizon commercial. Or is that Sprint now? <laughs> yeah. One of the two. Can you hear me now? <laughs> and they are not okay, a sponsor. So- Let me just put the cap. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Thank you. They are not a sponsor. Thank no, you. No, they are not. Be nice if they work. Yeah. Please, please they, join right, us. Right. Yeah, Verizon yeah. as a sponsor would be great. There you That's go. Some Big money. Bucks. Buku. Buku. Buku bucks. Buku bucks. <laughs> yeah. Buku bucks. So we actually. Oh! Yay! Stephanie just said um, we got an, a cash offer on her house. Remember, she's been trying oh, to sell yeah. that damn house for a while. Good. Good. Yay! Okay, we need to kind of catch Shred and, Di- and Dean oh now. Oh, my God. It's Come on. Heather Palermo said Bigfoot or Big Hippies. It could be both. It could be both, definitely. I mean, it was California. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just smoking a little bit too much weedy. Weedies? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I want to get back over here on the Ooh. Periscope end of mine because you're on Facebook, and then I am we are going to start this interview yes, with Dean. I'm pretty excited. Fish. I love when there are fellow psychic mediums. I love it. Dean, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm nope. here. <laughs> okay. I was I was still Don't caught up in the Wheaties, the the uh, Sasquatch, uh, <laughs> you know, visualization that you guys were kicking out. I was like, hmm, tripping over, or carrying a pig, tripping on something. I was <laughs> so. Well, don't think there is a there's a short delay between us. There is a short delay. A short delay, and right. somewhere about a second, or two, but there's a short delay between us. Indeed. So we basically want to know who is. Dean McMurray, and what does he do? Hell, I'm still trying to figure that out, guys. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we have. I don't even know what that, I right? want to be when I grow up. You know, right? <laughs> um, well, you know. You know, I always let me just, just put this way. Let me just spout this out. It says military medium. So why don't we start there? What exactly does the military medium <laughs> right. mean? Sure. Um, it really it, it encompasses what made up the majority of you know of my adult life thus far. Um, you know, part of my story is where I where I served 24 years in the army, um, retired now for fu- uh, for five years. Started my journey about eight years ago, and it was kind of late in the game, if you will. A lot of people, a lot of mediums and psychics have known since they were quite young or at a younger age at least 
um, you know, about their gifts and different abilities. But it wasn't until, you know, I got into my early 40s that, um, that I, you know, became aware of this, and I was still serving at the time. And so, you know, mm-hmm. I was kind of playing the role of Dean the soldier by day, Dean the medium by night, you know, um, kind of that, uh, kind of that switcheroo like, you know, because I was that. really concerned. What's that? I would like to know how you did that, <laughs> how you managed that. <laughs> well, it, you know, it was a real challenge. And if anybody from Marvel or DC Comics is listening, you know, I'd love to own the rights to that as far as maybe a next <laughs> issue or something. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just, just yeah. throw that out there. It's just saying, right? <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Just saying. But, um, it was, I don't know, you know, that's a really great question, Cindy. How did I manage that? I think it was something that I just learned. It was almost because I believed at the time that I would be judged. Um, and, of course, you know, we, we understand that's all up in our head. But saying under, we, I was worried about what others would think of me, and especially being in the military, I didn't want to be, quote, unquote, that guy, Right. And I was like, am I going to be blacklisted, blackballed? You know, what's going to happen to me? And it wasn't really until uh, about a year out from being retired um, that I really came out and, you know, kind of came out of the metaphysical closet, so to speak. And I really didn't care what anybody thought because I considered myself the old grumpy guy, right? And um, I was like, you know what, what are they going to do? Bend my dog tags, make me retire. And I was like, there's nothing they can do to me in this last year. Even if I'm scrubbing toilets for the last year, there's nothing that, you know, they can do that um, would make it that bad. And, um, but really what I found out is people are people, regardless of what they do, it was all up in my head. Um, and there was mm-hmm. a tremendous amount of support and a lot of interest in, you know, in the paranormal and, you know, in the afterlife and such. And, um, and then there was the few that uh, kind of made the cross, cross sign with their fingers and backed away very slowly. And, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> there was, I know that there well. Was, right, right. So you feel, you feel in it. So, but the thing is, is, you know, so it doesn't matter what somebody does for a profession. They could be a soldier. They could be, you know, or serve in any branch of the military. They could be a, a fireman, police. And, you know, there's so many people all across the globe in so many different professions that, uh, you know, that have different abilities that aren't really owning it publicly. And right. People are yep. people when you get down to it that some will believe, some don't, and that's okay. Um, you know, I certainly don't try to make people um, believe. I always say that it's not my job to make somebody believe or disbelieve. Um, so, so yeah, it was kind of a that's learned, I guess, survival response. What's that? I said that's our job, damn it, to make people believe and disbelieve, right? Radio show. <laughs> Right. So funny. Damn it, you will believe. (laughs) Well, we know it doesn't really happen, Mm -hmm. but you get accused of it, you know. Right, right. But, you know, kind of going back uh, in my story, a lot of people ask, saying, well, 
you know, you were in the military, there had to be an inkling or a knowing at some form or some level um, before all this happened. And kind of mm-hmm. in, in hindsight, I look back in my, my deployment when I was back in Afghanistan 2003, so we're going back, you know, 15 years. It doesn't seem that long ago, but going back that long, and, you know, I was just telling somebody today about, you know, one time we were stopped uh, during a night uh, convoy and uh, mounted patrol, and where we weren't supposed to stop, but for whatever reason the vehicle stopped, and um, I kept on getting this, you know, uh, if you will, a voice tell me, you need to move the vehicles forward. You need to move the vehicles forward. So, of course, immediately I jump on the radio and move your vehicle, you know, move the vehicles forward. You need to move them up another 500 meters. And I couldn't get a hold of anybody on the radio, which is so strange. And so I had to sprint forward um, uh, outside the vehicles and uh, actually tell the lead vehicle we need to move up. And um, it was interesting because when me and the other patrol leader were discussing this, um, we heard an audible, um, if you will, a, a sound of a, a, uh, a, a roadside bomb deton- uh, detonator going off. And it wasn't an explosion. It was more of a clicking noise. And we yep. believe to this day that there was some technology that we were that we had. It was in, in early, uh, how do I want to say, in the early days, they would uh, a lot of civilian contractors would do different types of prototypes of IED defeat mechanisms and such. And we had some big ugly black box we called it in the. And that's what we had in a couple of vehicles. And one of the things we really believe that that kind of saved our butts that day. But the thing that I would share is I go back to the voice and saying, even when I wasn't aware of my gifts, that voice was still there saying, you need to move the vehicles up another 500 meters. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even though we didn't get the opportunity, but, you know, it was like really bringing a deeper awareness to it. Um, And it was something that really was like, what the heck? Um, but, you know, during that whole time, um, until really the last three years of my service, uh, I wasn't open to psychics, guys. I wasn't open to mediums. And this whole paranormal thing, I would have, you know, a lot of times, I don't know, I, it, it would really push my envelope of what I believed at the time. And, you know, it wasn't until I get, came back from Kosovo and uh, my last deployment, And a lot of paranormal activity started happening in my home at the time. And my wife had told me when I was overseas that she had consulted with a local psychic in my area to come and cleanse the home and and do some classes and such. And I was referring to this lady as the voodoo chick. And that (laughs) that was my language at that time because I was like, you and your voodoo friends and this voodoo chick, whatever keeps you sane. And when I came home and all this craziness happened, um, I quite literally didn't know what the hell to do. It scared the shit right out of me. And of course, what were the first words out of my mouth other than, Oh shit. But I was like, you need to call voodoo chick. You need to get her on the phone right now. And because, (laughs) you know, that was the only one that I knew that maybe could provide some answers. 
And she quite honestly told me that my grandfather was there with me and giving me support after the deployment. And, and I was kind of looking at her sideways going, how much sage have you been smoking, lady? And uh, how much are we paying you type deal? And I, and, and I was That's too much. That's really where I was. And, you know, and probably a lot of people, you know, I don't want to put all guys, not all guys are in this, in the same, you know, uh, group, but, you know, how many probably ladies out there right now going, oh my God, my husband thinks the same thing, or there are some ladies (laughs) that believe that way as well. So it's not just all guys. Um, And, but the thing is, is I was in that space of going, oh, what the hell? And so, (laughs) Uh, fast forward some time and my grandmother came to visit me and you know most people's visits with their grandmother is a nice thing and of course mine was too but oh by the way my grandmother passed back in the 80s and for a guy that was coming from an alpha male world that wasn't a believer I was like how the f do I know that my grandma is here and I had this clear cognizance that without question and it was the first time I've ever had it going, and I'm back and forth between my ego and my heart going, and it's going, oh, it's grandma. It's a good thing. And my ego is going, how the F do I know this? And it's back and forth, and I'm having this inner dialogue, and I'm thinking, I am fucking going crazy. And uh, so, you know, it's like how many people out there are probably raising their hand like, you know, preach it to the choir. I've been there, right? I walked the road. I got the T-shirt thing. And uh, I went to bed that night kind of talking to her one way and um, laying there. And, and my I call it my drunk friend. I think we all have this drunk friend. That I, My drunk friend is my ego. And my, you know, <laughs> my, my ego popped up going, seeing this is all bullshit. You're just tired, maybe a little scared. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hold, hold my beer, watch this shit, right? And uh, oh, and my ego goes, why, why don't you just touch me? You know, why don't you just touch me and prove that you're here? And so, it's, or, you know, and I got a, a little caveat before I jump to that piece is right before that I asked, hey, uh, why don't you prove that you're here? And she turned the room ice cold. And then, uh, of course, then she had my attention. Then, of course, I jumped right into, why don't you just touch me? And, of course, uh, without missing a beat, I, as I describe it, it was a gentle yet firm pressure from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet that pushed me into the mattress. Uh, and it was something that I could hear the springs compress and the mattress, um, you know, sinking into the mattress. And it was something that I couldn't deny. And I was like, holy shit, what, you know, what, uh, what seal to hell or dimension did I open up? And, of course, quite literally, it, <laughs> it scared the hell right out of me. So, so I have a question. I was like, what? Yeah. Did you have some experience, something that happened to you while you were in, in the military for this to, like, just come on? Yeah, because usually there's something, some or, type of a traumatic experience right? or something to bring it on i mean or is it just that you that you remember being young and doing it because it doesn't sound like that to me it sounds like when you were in the military everything started yeah so is that right right? well it was and right so i wasn't 
it really wasn't when I was younger. It was when I was in the military. And But the interesting thing is my last deployment, guys, my my last deployment, the toughest thing about my last deployment is if we ran out of Folgers, right? <laughs> we ran out of coffee. That was a bad thing. That was the trauma. And it wasn't a hard deployment other than, what's that? That's hysterical. <laughs> Well, it was, and, and you know, and I put it in comparison in, in my, I guess, for my past experiences. So was it was it tougher than Afghanistan? No. Was it tougher than other ones? No. Um, so I always look at it and go, you know, was it something that I experienced a lot of trauma? Absolutely not. Um, there was a lot of downtime. There was, you know, probably the toughest, really, honestly, the toughest thing about that deployment was, I was married and I had uh, one one child at the time, so that you know that was tough for me. All my other deployments, I was a kind of a wild, wild single and free type guy. And you know, when you're married and have kids, that puts everything in a completely different aspect. But I didn't go into some type of psychosis or depression, anything. I know a lot of. I had somebody else ask me that too. And in an interview, and they said, you know, I'm trying to understand if there was something that, you know, did you, you know, did you have a near-death experience or did something very traumatic? Right. And nothing that I, you know, nothing that I can remember that, and especially nothing during that deployment that w- that I would consider traumatic. And, hmm. you know, and um, so it was very interesting to me. Because when all that started, I was like, why me and why now? Why the hell do I – I don't want this. You know, it's like uh, I, I, I was doing an I, I er, uh, interview earlier today, and uh, the gentleman that I was talking to, I said, it's, it's like son, somebody sending you a pair of hot pink pants in the mail. And it's like, I don't want these. And it's, but you can't send them back, and you got to wear them. And it's like – uh, what the hell? You know, it's like I don't want them, and it's like, but dude, oh you God. gotta wear them. And you that know, and uh, don't worry. <laughs> well, it's it's it, you know, and it's the only thing. See, you know, Ted's shaking his head, but you know, <laughs> and now he's thinking a hot pink pants. Yeah, see, everybody's like, got a no. visual. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not. No way. Mm-mm. You gotta I, wear them. I no, ain't happening. Right, well, ain't happening. Well, that's Start that's exactly <laughs> what I was doing. Is saying, I why the hell do I have this? I don't want it, and I tried to push it away, and it kept on coming back to me and pushing away. It only got louder, <clears throat> and yes. it was like, well, so so I got to a point of saying, well, how about I just try them on? <laughs> you know, it's like, and, but after a I mean, while, it's, it's like if. Right. It's like, you know, um, but after a while, it's like if it's not going away and it's only getting louder, you know, it's like either it's going to get crazy for me or I need to embrace this. And so in a sense, I'll I'll, I'll use our analogy. I learned to love the hot pink pants. And I would have never never explained it that way. Oh my Never. God! I love that. <laughs> no way. But, but see, listen, no, you, you guys will so. now see. I could have explained I, well, it in a whole different way, and it would have been very dry and very boring right. and very exactly. typical male 
And you guys would have just said, yeah, that was nice, Dean Pink. But now, Ted, now you will <laughs> never forget the hot pink yeah, pants. Hot, 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 hot. And, you know, and it's like, yes, we will. Sorry, TW would never take them off. See, see uh, now I already set a precedent that my next public event, I'm going to have to buy a pair of hot pink pants because everybody's going to oh be like, God, Dean, I heard you. I, I heard you on Paratalk Radio, and I want to see the hot yeah. pink pants. And I'm like, oh, my God, so no. Oh, well, you can get a pink camo shirt. Yeah, a pink camo shirt. I think. Perfect. Oh, my God. Lord. It makes complete sense to me because if if we had the thought and the choice, a lot of people would choose not to have the gift because it's very difficult and it can be very uncomfortable, especially when you're on first date. And you have to go tell somebody at the table over there and give them a message. Perfect example. Yeah, people don't like that. I I didn't get a second date, by the way. <laughs> I'm still single, so how do you think I feel? Did you Obviously. see Cindy? Did you see that coming? Did you know that was that that was coming? Did you have foresight? Did you have that precognition <laughs> well, saying, I, eh, "I don't really feel in a second date." <laughs> No, she never saw him coming. Oh, I never saw him coming. Definitely. Oh lord. Definitely. Only because the lights were out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Listen, I'm not. A, I'm not a turn off the lights kind of girl, boys. Boy, do we believe that. Oh lord. Listen, all the eyes on me. No kidding. <laughs> you can borrow my hot pink pants if you need to. They're they're communal, so oh, you know. I'm sure they look great on the floor. <laughs> they, they do. They glow in the dark. Let me tell you. Let me tell oh, you. Okay. I'm staying away from that whole thing. <laughs> but you know that's that's the biggest that's the best analogy that I could come up with because it's something so completely far from what I would ever want at the time. Right. And right. it was, and I was trying to get rid of it, and it kept on coming back to me. But it wasn't until really that I embraced being a medium, and went on a journey of finding out what being a medium really meant for Dean McMurray, not, you know, not Jane Zamprods or the John Edwards, or you know, and all that stuff is great because you're consuming the material that they have out there, and it's part of your education and awareness. However, the thing is, is it was more about finding out how medium, what that meant for me and what that journey looked like for me because we understand that it's unique to everyone. And, you know, and it was like, I don't know if I'm going to be, I didn't, you know, I was going to work for my local VA, to be quite honest. I was going to retire mm-hmm. 24 years in the military, do another maybe 10, 20 years with a VA, that, you know, and I was like, hey, I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to have her by the, the world by the balls type deal, right? And mm-hmm. But I always joke and say when man plans, the universe lasts, right? And <laughs> it, it wasn't meant to be, it, it, you know, and I was, you know, this is, this is what I'm meant to do full time. And I'm like, really? This is really, you want me to do this, you know? And uh, but it's really humbling work, and you know, Cindy, you can probably uh, attest to that. Is this? Uh, it is. You know, it really I is. Got, I got to interrupt because that just completely, and yep. this is something John will understand. That and this John will understand this more than probably you two. But oh, 
all I could think of when he was talking about this is something he has to do and, and so on and so forth, all I could think of was Noah and the ark. Oh, I get it. Okay. Oh, I it's get like, yeah, sure. But, but Bill Cosby's version. Mm-hmm. What do you Noah. mean? Noah. Yeah. What? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> I want you to build an ark by 500 cubits by 320 cubits. Um, what's a cubit? <laughs> oh, show been up. January twenty seventeen? Um, uh something like that. We're we're we'll be a hundred episodes come November fifth or sixth. There you go, Kathleen. Yes. Yes. We are not your typical podcast, uh, audio, video cast, whatever there, Kathleen. We are mm-hmm. too different to be typical. Yes. I agree. It's fun. It is fun. And we're Ted, just... I, Ted, I think I Ted, I think your analogy of the of the Noah the Noah's Ark thing, though, and, and even the other, you know, whether it's the comedic version or the original Bible version, I think that's pretty accurate because, you know, there's been yeah, a lot of times where, where there was a lot of times where, um, you know, where I, I would just clearly get a voice coming saying, you need to go offer this individual uh, a healing. <laughs> and the first time it happened, I was like, and I was, you know, of course, I, I'm speaking out loud in my head. Or I was like, "Yeah, I'm not a healer. I, I don't do healings." And then I heard a little bit louder, "You need to go offer her a healing." And I was like, "Yeah, maybe you didn't hear me. I'm not a healer, and I don't do healings." And it was like, "Would you go and offer her?" It was like, "Damn it!" You know, basically, in a sense, I, my spirit guy probably had already uh, two bottles in by this time. You know. And, um, but, it, uh, I, it was, int- I didn't know what I was doing. And, and I said, evidently I'm supposed to offer you a healing. I was kind of being a smart ass about it, but it was my sister is really, my sister had frozen shoulder, uh, issues after an operation. Mm. And I said, and I said, would you want a healing? I was like, thinking, say no. Right. <laughs> and she was like, absolutely. And I was like, let's go to my office. And I, and I had a portion of my home converted into an office. And and uh, we went in the office and I said, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. Um, I think we're supposed to start with meditation. And then we went through this whole thing and I just really went with my gut. And I was, I didn't know what I, yep. I felt completely lost. And I, and then it was like, um, when we got really quiet, it was like a voice that just told me, okay, now shut up. <laughs> you just let her have an experience and and so I, I, I let her sit in meditation for I don't know, it was like ten, fifteen minutes after I did a guided thing and and then brought her back out of it and I was like, So how was that? I you know, and I, I said I said there was some funky stuff going on. I said what and she you know, report she was like, Oh my god and she completely which was completely blew me away um and i was sitting uh several chair lengths away from my sister so there was no i didn't put my hands on her i was just i didn't absolutely i didn't even know what i was doing um um the thing was is she goes when before i came down here i was having a lot of pain and i couldn't lift my arm above my head and by the time she was doing full full uh short shoulder rotations and i said okay well don't get silly with it i said don't like 
crank your shoulder out of socket. But I said, I said, that's pretty crazy. I said, I don't even know, you know, what just happened. But I said, it was very clear <laughs> that I was supposed to offer you this. And, you know, and it just reminds me, I think it's a great reminder as I continued on from that point to however I am asked to serve in any capacity, even if I don't believe, you know, that I serve, you know, like where I was saying, well, yeah, I don't do healings and saying, you go offer her a healing. And, but it's just being open to serve in any capacity that I'm being asked and, you know, and just put yourself at service and saying, what is that? What, you know, how, how do you need me to, to support and or serve today? And it's, and you think of it, it's very interesting because I kind of did a retrospective right. look at it and saying, well, geez, you serve that many, you know, the word serving, you served your country for 24 years, but then you go on to serve the universe continually after that. Right. Um, you know, it's it's really about being part of something bigger than yourself and being in service of other people and giving of yourself. And understand that there is still, yes, is there a business aspect? Yes, but that's not the reason I do what I do. Um, I do what I do because of the, the healing that I experience and, um, you know, to be able to help people heal at a, a bigger level. And that to me is, 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 you know, is the payment, is, is the, the reason that I do what I do. And, you know, yeah. and it's just, you know, it's being in awe of really all those experiences. It's like, holy crap, you know, it's like that craziness that sometimes is my life. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and everybody goes through something similar, you know, with crazy um, stuff that happens in their life that especially if they're mediums or psychic, something, you know, it's it, it's something that it's it's a God gift, I guess, how some people claim. And and it's just something sure. that you feel that you have to do. And there's a lot of psychics out there, famous or not famous, that believe the same thing. Dean, we're going to take a small commercial break and we're going to be right back with you so don't go anywhere folks we're sitting here talking with dean mcmurray and he is a military medium don't anybody go anywhere we'll be right right back blah 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 (laughs) flashlight recorder and comfortable shoes a simple guide to paranormal investigation written by keith spratley and ted van son if you're looking to join the living who research the paranormal or the unknown this book will guide you into developing your techniques Reverend Tim Shaw says, The work will guide you along your journey to seek the truth about life after death. Available at Barnes & Noble and Amazon. And you can find a direct link on paratalkradio.com. Get your copy today. Since 1948, Fate Magazine has captivated you with their true reports of the strange and unknown. But things just got better. Join host Todd Bates Sunday night, 6, 5 central for Fate Radio. We bring you the best interviews, stories, and most of all, bring these true reports of the strange and unknown to life. Fate Radio with Todd Bates Sunday night, 6, 5 central at FateMagRadio.com. Woohoo! All right. So, um, yeah. So we've been sitting here for the first, oh, 40 minutes or so talking. Well, actually, probably 30 minutes because we took the first 15 minutes for our own garbage. Garbage um, in, garbage, garbage out. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
Oh, shit. I said it again. Keep um, beating myself up every time I say that. But we've been sitting here talking with Dean um, McMurray, who is a military medium, and he's I'm been... hungry. You're hungry. All of a sudden, I just got hungry. I looked at you, and I got hungry. That's not good. Um. Um. That's not good. <laughs> I can't eat anything. I'm going to lose probably 100 pounds before I go get this figured out, because this, this will make me lose weight. <laughs> huh. Trust me, it does. It's not the good way. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, I know, I know, but... Okay, so... Drink lots of water. I've been drinking lots and of water. That's oh, Gatorade and I don't get along. But you have to drink something with electrolytes. Do I? I have Powerade. Powerade. You've got to keep your, your yeah, we will. electrolytes up so you don't get we dehydrated. We will. Because then you'll be in the hospital for sure, honey. Yeah, I know, I know. All right, so we have um, lots of people been popping in and out on Periscope, and you have a lot over there on have, Facebook going back and forth. Do so you have any questions for Dean so far? Well, I have Kristen Marie Cosette, who said, Hi, Dean. I don't know if he knows her, but she was okay. giving him a shout-out. Cool, cool. Hi, back. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Eric, no. says, hey, Eric Harrison says, Hey, Ted, Cindy, and Invisible John. Hello, hello, hello. So, Hello. <laughs> so I love let's, that voice. God let's dang. go back a little bit. So this happened. And I'm kind of curious. So it was something that happened while you're in the military, and you know you get funny looks. You already mentioned that, and people, you know, you don't want to mm-hmm. be crazy, quote unquote. Yeah. Listen. But did you have some people that say, "Hey, is this real? Do you really have this? Tell me something." You know? No, did you have it. those kind of friends that say, "Hey, tell me something"? Hmm. Mm. Yeah, you know, uh, when I when I actually came out came out of the closet, so to speak, um, you know, I, I had a lot of people come come up. Yeah, come it came up to me and was like, "No shit, are you serious? That I think that's so cool." And you know, they were like, "Hey, I, I've been so interested in the paranormal or that kind of stuff for so long." And I and I come to find out there was actually a a, a, a a lady in our unit um, that um, that I knew, uh, and she actually is still a good friend today. That uh, she, I didn't know that she was a, a Reiki practitioner, and she had been developing her spirituality for years prior to uh, me coming out about doing what I do. And she was kind of very guarded about it, and she kind of hit me, and she was like. I knew that shit. I knew that you were, you know, there was something going on. And I was like, uh, and so, you know, it's like birds of a feather flock together, right? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's that's, always and that's, it's I mean, that's, interesting how. The people, 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 that, are but people that are around you, they do. People that are around you, they do pick things up once in a while, but they, they, there are a lot of people that go, yeah, I'm crazy. I don't know why, but I just had this feeling that you blah, 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 and then come to find out it's true. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Cindy is always mm-hmm. saying, everybody's got some psychic in them somewhere, or, you know, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know for myself, there are times that we're doing something and I just go, huh? And I hear it, and I mm-hmm. say to her the same time she does. Yep. You know, oh, God, there's we time we forever, you know, and there's just sometimes <laughs> yeah. you just know stuff. I mean, I yeah. tell people all the time, it's like, they'll come up to me and say, well, what are you doing? I said, well, I got to do blah, 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 blah. And they're like, well, how did you know to do that? I said, because a voice told me to do it. <laughs> because the people <laughs> in my head were talking. <laughs> right? They're like, 
<laughs> okay, somebody got a white coat. <laughs> so hey, it happens. Right. It you you driving down the road and yep. Well, you know what? Else. And I blow lights all the time. I did the other day. You know, but there's so an actual scary. there's an actual name for it, and I've got to remember what it was. But I do that. It's like I can blow. I've blown lights in the house. I blow lights on oh, the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, blow, I can't remember the name of it though, but. I will do that. Hmm. I wonder. I don't. I don't remember what it's called either. Yeah, there honest. is a there is a name. My cousin for it, does but, that. Uh, like she blew streetlights out. <laughs> yeah, I blew a she lot has, of things. Remember just... in Harry Potter where you can pull the the light into the sun? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Oh man. <laughs> no, I I literally. Because I kept hearing voices in my head. I literally said, "Okay, listen, you're freaking me out, and if it's somebody else." You need to use a different voice because you're driving me insane using my own voice. Mm. So that was like the key to help me immensely, not just a little bit, because it was immense. And it was so. It was so you hear your different. voice telling you this? Yes, it's my voice. It was. It was. Oh, and you know what? They've reverted back to my voice, but I'm so used to it now. So when I hear that little voice, I always just listen to it or try <laughs> See, to. Yeah, it's not. For, it's like different voices. It's and some of it I can't understand. Some of it's like um, mm. Spanish or. Well, that's different though. But it's not well, in my voice. I mean, it's it's not like me saying those words. It's like somebody totally different. Okay. You know, totally. Mm-hmm. There's a little fly that's flying around yeah, here. Yeah, bit me, some bitch. Some of them bit you. That's right. But so, Dean, I've got to ask. So you hear voices? You see pictures? You feel things? I mean, how does this work for you? Explain it a little bit. Hey, clairvoyant, yep. clairsentient. So, so I'll- so yeah, so so all the above. So typically, when I do a reading, if you think of you know, a lot of people would say it's more of a what they call a mental medium. So ninety eight percent of what I see is all in my mind's eye. So you think of a movie or a picture in my mind, right. and say if I'm connecting to somebody's grandmother, um, that face steps forward or comes forward in in my mind, like on a screen, if you will. And where I see the description or if I'm looking at a photograph and where, you know, if I'm, you know, where I can just describe what I'm seeing in my mind's eye, how they appear to me. And then any, you know, sometimes they'll act out different, you know, personalities or they'll, uh, you know, at the same time, it's like I'm standing over the oven or the, or the cook, you know, stovetop when they're cooking stuff, or you know, the one that I hate, the, uh, that I just really dislike, is those that smoke spirits that smoke and oh, blow God, smoke yeah. in my face because I'm not a smoker, and nobody in my home is a smoker. And one oh. evening I was laying my son down, and and my my wife has a. a a deceased uncle, and, and we call him Uncle Carl. And Uncle Carl was a very habitual smoker, and he's taking these big, long drags on a cigarette, and he's, like, leaning right in, and he's just blowing it all in my face. And I'm like, and I'm laying my son down. My son was very young at the time. And I'm like, really? Really? You're going to blow smoke right in my face? I'm laying my son down. Can he get secondhand smoke from a spirit? I'm, I'm, right. you know, I'm joking, but 
Yet I'm not. And I was like, hey, you but SOB. Go, right. Right. But, and I was like, I think you don't. Funny. So every time, well, Sorry, every time he shows up now, he blows, he, he thinks it's funny because every time he shows up, he's always the one that just, hey, I'm here. And he blows it right in my face and because he, he knows it bugs me. But yet he is a really funny guy, but um, it, it's his way of saying, Hey, that's me. Remember me? And um, it's always interesting the personalities of some spirits that step forward because whether they smoke or they were a drinker or you know you know all kinds of stuff. I had a I was uh, recalling a story today about um, one of the earlier readings that I that I ever did, and I was doing a reading for a friend of ours, and um, I was just in my development phase of reading. And, you know, and I was connecting to this lady and quite beautiful, you know, and she stepped forward. And one of the things she kind of turned around and she lifted up her skirt and she showed me her bare ass cheek and she slapped it and looked at me kind of, you know, like in a sassy, sultry uh, boy, you know, like, you know, I guess attitude going, how do you like that? And my jaw literally hit the table, and I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, first off, I feel embarrassed because I'm like, I'm a married dude, you know? And I was like, <laughs> you know, talking to this lady spirit. And, but at the same time, yep. I'm like, how do I convey this even to a friend? And but so I, I was like, I'm just going to tell you this is what – and I, and I really prefaced it by saying, I, I know this is going to sound so out there, and I described everything as close to detail as I could get it, and she started crying, and she was like, oh, my God, that's my aunt so-and-so, and that, and because that's how she was in real life. She would bare her ass in public to people. She was an exhibitionist, and I was like, oh, my God. I said, I was so embarrassed. And I know my face, I could feel my face burning. I know that I was so embarrassed because I was like, here she, you know, burying her butt. And I was like, mooning me and slapping her ass going, how do you like that? And I was like, oh, shit. It was like, all right, this can be interesting. But, yeah, so you never know what, you know, what's going to, what the reading's going to be about. What, you know, who's coming forward. Yeah, I got I got to interrupt because it just keeps happening over and over. Like you, it's like the way you you, you say things. It's like really, really. I mean, because that's what it's like. Because I've been in several situations mm-hmm. where something happened, and I just yeah. kind of look over and really, you're gonna do that, really. And then the people that are with me are like, um, who are you talking to? Right. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> right. You can't. It's like he's telling the right. story, and all I see is the most, and, and I'm picturing this and hearing it at the same time i'm yeah i'm seeing somebody else do something very similar and it's like oh my god you need to get out of my head you need to go away right you know and it's just right? so hilarious in what they do and it's almost like when you get too many psychics in one room <laughs> you know what i mean shit happens you know it really does or too many mediums yeah. so you know there are things that come across and i'm I could just stand here or sit here and laugh the whole time because there are things that I'm saying that are just right. ridiculous. ridiculous. Ridiculous, I think, is yeah. a good word. Yeah. I mean, 
because in order to get my attention sometimes because I'm tuning them out, right? they will do crazy Oh, yeah. Shit. I mean, he's telling the story about this, and I'm seeing – Oh, it, I could totally see it. I, I, no, but I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing someone else trying to get my attention. Oh, I see. I see. And uh, let's just say the funny. most – Feminine male you can think of walking like, look at my ass, in a pair of jeans, rolled up, just flamboyant as hell, walking away going, look at my ass. And why doesn't nobody look at my ass? You know, and I'm oh like, God. oh, my God, go away. So go away. Oh so the end, yeah. trying to get my attention. So I'm just kind of like, you're just going like this while Dean's talking. I'm like, oh, my God. Right. Try not to pay attention. Right. Right, try not to pay attention. I think is a- yeah. I mean, you try not to, oh but God, it's happening, that. and you're like, "Oh my God, go away!" You know, it's just I, I can't. No. <laughs> but those are the stories well, where people it- go, "You're crazy. You're you're literally crazy." I'm like, "No, that you don't understand." You know, that, so that that mm-hmm. that that's the reality. What- but if you think about it, when you really stop and think about it, and you think about the friends that have come and gone in your lifetime. We and and Ted, now you talk about this. You know, you're experiencing, you're seeing this person, and you know, acting very flamboyant, and a pair of jeans rolled up. So, but you think about that. We probably all probably had a crazy friend a time or two in our life. Crazy that, friend. You know, would act. Yeah, that would act out kind of crazy like that, just to get you going. Like, like going. Oh mm-hmm. my God, I can't believe you're. And just to get yep. your go. But the thing is is they come forward with that same uh, comedic, um, you know, type of attitude or flamboyance and where it's something very unique that, you know, it's just like, oh, my God, that's that's totally them. Or, you know, so it's totally their um yeah, It's just sometimes know, they want attention, so they, they, right. they do that, you know. Yeah. Sometimes they just want yeah. to be noticed, so they just – they do yes. that, you know, and and I get it. Yes. I get yes. it. I, I, I had one that followed me around all the time. His name was Charlie, and the guy would do <laughs> the stupidest things, and I was like, will you stop it? And they're like, what? What are you talking to me for? And I'm like, I wasn't talking to you, you know, and I, I see this spirit doing things. And I'm just like, oh, my God, stop. Don't do it. Don't do it. And I'm like, you know, you're thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to get in so much trouble, and people are going to lock me up, but – that's how it happens sometimes. People think, oh, you're just going to sit down at the table, read my future, give me the crystal ball. This is the way things right. are going to happen. It's, it's not. not. You, you, it's, sometimes it doesn't matter where you are. It just comes to you, and it just happens. Like, snap, it's there. Yeah. Deal with it. Right. And, you know, and the thing is what a lot of people don't see outside of the reading is – you know, the weeks or months that, you know, psychics or mediums are dealing with random spirits um, that are just showing up in the home or different things. Because, you know, we talked about a little earlier is really, you know, once you start down that road, you can't unknow things. And once you start going down that rabbit hole, so to speak, there's really no turning back. You can't undo, you know, being something. It's like, uh, sorry, you're already wearing the hot pants. They don't come off, and you're going to wear – be stuck for it. You know, so going back to the pink pants analogy with your friend there, Ted, you know, it's like maybe showing up talking about the pink pants. But, you know, I joke about it, but in a sense, you can't – once you put them on, you can't take them off, and it's like, 
I agree. holy crap, you know, it's like, why, why would you want to do that? And saying, I didn't. I, it was just you. Guess what? You're chosen. But going back a little <laughs> bit, Chad, of what you were talking about is, <laughs> you're right. But that, going it just back happens. to what, yeah, it just happens. It's just you wake up, hang over, pink pants on. It's like it's boom. <laughs> I think more psychic mediums no. should be wearing T-shirts that say "shit happens" and come up with an analogy for what the S H and I T stands for, mm-hmm. you know, right. and make that a T-shirt. Think... Shit happens. <laughs> I, I think that would be great. I really do. Uh, I really do. Yeah, it, absolutely. But uh, it it certainly is a you know it, it's a. It's certainly an understatement when you say that, you know, you can't... Everybody goes through something. Dean, where are you from? Absolutely. I'm originally from northern Minnesota up on the Canadian border. That's where I was born and raised. Um, And I'm currently living in uh, eastern North Dakota. So right on the border between Minnesota and North Dakota. So I like to to share the border between cold and colder. So... Right. Yeah. <laughs> the tundra station. Yeah, I would love <laughs> to yes, go there. That's yes. North and South Dakota were two of my favorite states and I just really? I wanna go oh yeah. Like why? Like, What's there? Just Besides land depression. Just, but it there's also a lot of open <laughs> land there. And it, it it's just there, it's just beautiful. There is. And you know yeah. and, and you know the thing that I found is you know, obviously, each state has its own unique beauty, but the growing mm-hmm. up in northern Minnesota, you have all the lakes and, and beautiful trees and forests and everything. And then, of course, North Dakota, you got all the prairie lands and rolling hills, but then you go west out mm-hmm. by Montana, and it looks more like that, um, you know, you, you get the, you know, you're getting more into that uh, Mojave-looking um, scenario or looking uh, scenery. Um, but it's, it's beautiful it. it's in its own right, and it's like you know, it's um, yeah, yeah. So you're you're a Capricorn, right? I am a Capricorn. Yeah, that's why snow doesn't bother you because you are born that time frame. <laughs> I'm over it. You can be over it all you want. I just love it. <laughs> I would rather live in a cold, snowy state than I would in a hot state. Oh well, yeah, I get that. I totally agree with that. I am gonna like. Every single one of you, you little shit. You have, this is your first and final warning. Get out of here. You are in trouble. Yes, you are. Because if I get my big paws on you, I'm squishing the hell out of you. <laughs> we have these little flies that came out of nowhere. And they're like, where right. are, where are our, our, our chopsticks? Oh, the chopsticks. <laughs> Boy, they're driving me nuts. Yes, they are driving me a little crazy. Yes. A little cray cray. Yes. Yes. Sorry, Dean. So why don't you see, um, does anybody That's on right. Facebook or Periscope have a question for Dean? Um, post your questions, and um, <laughs> let's see what we can do there. I'm going to go grab a glass of water real quick, so why don't you chat with so, Dean? So, Dean, I have a couple things that's hysterical. So one of the things that said hashtag Ted in hot pants. <laughs> Bite me, not happening. <laughs> hey, we've, we have started a movement. It is official. My work here is done. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That is hysterical. But, oh my gosh, this keeps moving. What's really funny with me is when the spirit finds out that I can see them. Oh, 
when a spirit finds out that you can see them seeing me, that's priceless. That's what um, Eric says. <laughs> he says when when a spirit realizes that 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 we can actually see them seeing us, it's like that oh shit moment that some people have. <laughs> It's like, what? Right. Oh shit! Are they really? They can really see me. <laughs> they can see me. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. That was really funny, actually. Um, Kristen says she can't return her her hot pink pants to Walmart. <laughs> oh, <laughs> funny. Hey, oh, Feed. How are you doing today? Oh, Scorpio over days. That's funny. Uh, let's see. I have people telling me where they're from. Oh, Kathleen, um, Stephanie's from Las Vegas, and she's in Las Vegas as well. Um, Let's see. Some have, oh, intuitive thinking, shit, S-H-I-T. Some have intuitive (laughs) thinking. That's really cute, Kathleen. I do, too. Um, Oh, geez, Louise, this is not right. Sorry. My computer. I'm trying That's to all right. look through and see if there's anybody that um, yep. have questions. They don't have any questions, but they've been. Um, I, oh, here's I, one. I do have Kristen, one. I'm, yeah, Kristen Holmes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Oh, okay. How do you turn, do you turn off, off when spirits come when you try to sleep? Yes. Yep. That's the one I was just going to tell That's you. A, that that is a great question. Um, and, you know, it was one of the things that, um, you know, early on was really an issue because not only were spirits bugging my kids, um, but they were, you know, kind of bugging me as well. And I really didn't know um, really what the deal was. And finally, my wife kind of got upset with me and she was like, you need to freaking figure this shit out because... I can't go much longer with very little sleep. And, of course, right. when mom is happy, no one's happy. And, right. um, you know, if that, that, that's for sure the case. So, basically, how do you sleep when spirits come to you? I really have learned over the years to set boundaries with spirit and saying, hey, here's the visiting hours. You can bug me between the hours of this hour and this hour if I'm awake. Um, you know, physically, if I'm not trying to go to sleep, you can try to bug me. But guess what? I don't want you bugging anybody else. My, but because my kids are very gifted, um, as yes. most kids are. But um, they're you know extremely sensitive to spirits. And um, but I've really learned to set boundaries with spirits. And that's you know they've I've woken up several times. Sounds like they're having a party in the kitchen. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> it's two o'clock in the morning. It's like, you guys better not be making a mess down there. You know, it's like, so you kind of talk about that. But it's it's always fun, um, and it's always interesting. I was like, yeah, you wake up really groggy in the morning. It's like, yeah, Spirit was having a party down here last night. Good thing they cleaned up. You know, it's like, really? Right. You know, so. Well, there comes a point in, in, I think, with all this, too, is like you you have to say, you know, okay, it's done. Back off. I will let you know when I want to talk to you, not the other way around. I mean, there are times, I mean, I, 
Cindy knows. And there are times where I just completely ignore everything, and I because I don't, I don't care. I don't want to know. I I still fight this whole thing where I don't want to know it, and I put it on hold all the time. But there are times that I forget, and I'm just like driving down the road, and I'll hear or see something, and I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But right. I try not to make it like a a common. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Common conversation partner every day. You know what I mean? It's like (laughs) I try Mm -hmm. to to keep it blocked, shoved in the closet, door shut. Um, Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to be in the closet, but, you know, (laughs) you just close the door, leave them in there. I've had a couple (laughs) closets of my own. You had a couple closets. Everybody's got skeletons, you know. Yeah, well, should we discuss them? Yours is, never mind, we're not going to go there. Mine are easier. (laughs) Yeah, yours are easy. Mine are easier closets. <laughs> easier closets. <laughs> Yours are easy closets. Mine Skeletons are easy. Are easy. Awesome. <laughs> you know, women women typically tend to clean out their closets, so they keep them very organized. So, guys, we just shove oh, everything in there. Like, do. Don't look I in here. Know that just <laughs> everything there. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, I know people throw everything that they get, even old. Oh, I'm not even going there. Just, I I know people that throw everything in their closet. Everything. Oh my God, that would drive me insane. Yeah. And then I look at my drawer, my top drawer on my dresser, and I'm like, socks and underwear. And I'll fold them like once a month. (laughs) 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 I just get it all over the place. And I'm like, so I'll look at my closet and go, oh, my closet's kind of organized, but my dresser drawer isn't very organized. I keep my, my closet actually pretty organized. Yeah, mine is too. I, I mean, spent too many years in the mouth. closet. I had to get it clean. I had to keep it a certain <laughs> way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you live there for a long time, you know. That's right. <laughs> Any kind of closet. That's right. All of them. Go ahead. I just want to address a question um, on Facebook. I'm just kind of looking at the, the questions that are kind of popping up under your live feed and Kathleen yeah. Worstein, um, she said, have you written a book, Dean? And no, not as of yet. It's kind of a, a, a love-hate relationship. I have one on the burner, um, and it's kind of, you know, it's kind of one of those things. It's a project that I've yeah. been going for a number of years, but um, keep an eye out for it. Maybe okay. by the time I'm 60, we'll have a book. <laughs> Trust me, it's not easy. Dean, I, I, my first book came out on December 1st and then um, with Keith Spratley, and then I've been working on my second book, and it was supposed to come out in April. And what's this now? August? August, <laughs> August lovey. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's going yeah, uh, mean, to be a while. I first, so this is what my belief is. I, I know I'm supposed to write a book, and but Spirit never said when it had to be written by. Right. I mean, so when right. the time is right, I firmly believe that that's when it will happen. Maybe I'm just maybe right. I'm just <laughs> it's a lazy way. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting. I'm not written. getting that. I'm getting. Will you get it done? Right. Get no, it and I done. Understand. That's what I'm getting. But I need. So mine is like, well, do I know exactly what I'm writing about? <laughs> I mean, I have like the title. I have like certain things that I know, but and I really know. I, I'm the, the spirits I, just being. I'm like, just like you know really what I can't figure this part out. Can I have somebody else write it with me? And I'm like, no, no. This one's got to be yours. It's mm. all about 
you. <laughs> it's got to be you. How about it's that one? It's got to be you. Got to be you. <laughs> well, now I so I I've been I've been holding my tongue. I want you to know because he said people are people and so it was driving me which crazy. Which part which one were you going to do? People are people so oh, why can it be? You and I should get along so awfully. So I'm sorry. I think I, in lyrics and so but I, was, I was doing the same thing over here with people. Oh, my are God. People. It's driving like, me crazy. It so was I had me to too. do it. Hey, John. It was me too. Depeche Mode, wasn't it? No. It, no, that was. Um, um, no. no. Maybe it is. No. Who is it? it? That's. Uh, it, wait. Is it. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> I know who it is. It's. um. Oh my God! Okay, stop this, Cindy. You can do this. Um. <laughs> um. Tell her quick. Her head's gonna explode. Well. <laughs> I'm surprised somebody isn't on Google by now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Phoebe said, "I think you should just start writing and see where it takes you." I actually have done that several times. So that's mm-hmm. actually good. Well, I was going to ask Dean since mm-hmm. you're yeah. going to you're going to try and find that song. I am. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yeah. You know me. <laughs> I said um again, and I said it again and again. I'll probably never get rid of that word. But anyways, people are people. I want to say something about human nature. It uh, is Depeche Mode. Well, ah, yay! Yes, I yay! Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> There you go. Charlie. Charlie. But anyways, now do you... I thought it was Tears for Fears, too. That's what Kelly Kelly just said, and that's who I thought it was. Right, and then for some Thank reason you, I kept hearing human nature, and I'm like, why am I hearing that? But now when you do, like, readings, when you help people out, are you doing it like they come to your location? You're doing it on the phone? You do galleries? Do you do anything like that? Do you do, you do um, it that way? I do. Um, the way do that it works for me is... I do uh, typically readings on the phone and by video, so through Skype, Zoom, FaceTime, whatever. Um, And then, um, but also I do, of course, private events, so like private galleries. So say a bunch of ladies or families or whomever, private corporate uh, events, whatever. So I'll do uh, small groups, large groups, private events. And then, of course, expos, large, large galleries, whatever. So if we're talking, you know, anywhere from 300 all the way up to however many, you know, 1,000 or more or whatever, um, you know, I'm your Huckleberry. You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll go out and do, <laughs> you know, galleries. But I'm, I'm your Huckleberry. But, um, you know, uh, I do not bring a caveat. I will, and I'll probably have to put this as a disclaimer now on my website that I do not bring out the hot pants because it just creates so much, uh, you know, it's, it, it, people go crazy and then you got to pay for bodyguards uh, and everything. It's like back off, you know? So do you do, so, Bedlam. yeah. So, so do you do like the paracons or psychic fairs? Or do you, you do stuff like that? Correct. Sure. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're cracking me up. Um, you know, <laughs> so I, I really do selective uh, uh, events. So I really look at what's going on, of course, you know, working with 
great representatives that uh, represent me in, in different forums. But um, so whether it's uh, you know showing up at a student union at a college um, to do a gallery or maybe a psychic fair versus um, being at a casino and being the featured you know psychic medium or being at a Paracon and, and having a booth or even a being on a discussion panel or whatever the case is. Um, yeah. So do I do a, a, a wide array of different things? I do. And I, I really don't try to, I try to keep myself pretty open. I, I don't want to put myself in a box, so to speak, and say, you know, I only do this and, right. and I want right. to be, you know, as a professional, I want to try to stay versatile and to be of service to a wide array of different folks, regardless of where they live in the world, and to you know to provide them a service that uh, that they need. And uh, whether it's local, regional, international, it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, so I do a bunch of uh, different things. It's always changing. Um, in fact, I was, I had planned, the plan was to go to Michigan for the first year. Um, I, I had never been to the Michigan Paracon. I have been to the Paracon here at, uh, in Monona, Minnesota at Shooting Star Casino. And uh, that one, evidently, rumor has it, was spawned off of the Michigan Paracon. Um, oh. and, uh, and I've been a big, you know, in attendance of that. Uh, for a number of years, um, but I was going to go to the Michigan, Michigan one for the first time, and it just didn't work out this year, unfortunately. Um, and I know that's coming up here towards, you know, about an, another week or two. Um, and I would have really loved to get there, but uh, you know, I just roll with the punches, and and uh, there's another event that I'll be doing within the state, and uh, kind of traveling around. I'm going out to the western part of the state to do a uh, we're going to do a uh, a live on-site um, oh, a joint investigation with a uh, friend of mine that uh, has her own uh, paranormal uh, organization. And then uh, so we're going to go and, and do a joint investigation on that, and then I'm going to do a, a cleansing. And then, uh, and then the next day, then I kind of do a, you know, kind of one-on-ones the full day, and then the uh, next day, then I got a gallery, um, so kind right. of a back-to-back-to-back type uh, events. Um, you know, so things are always changing as far as what events are coming up. Um, you know, sometimes I'm meeting different people, and then they'll be like, or you know, obviously different commitments will come up, and they're like, hey, we need you in. Mm-hmm. We'll just say we need you in uh, Arizona somewhere, whatever, and saying, okay, you know, let's schedule it up. And so things can pop and pop on the calendar, pop off. It's always, it seems like it's in flux, um, always changing. So I'm just kind of, uh, you know, rolling with the punches. And um, so, but always, it's the best way to do it, man. Right? You don't want to spustering. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And that's the best way to do it, yep. you know, just roll with the punches. I mean, there's so many things like with us that if we don't roll with the punches, I mean, I I also me. <laughs> I also firmly believe in in gratitude though, because right. I think that mm-hmm. using positivity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. gratitude goes a long way with the universe because what we put mm-hmm. out, we're going to mm-hmm. I totally believe that. So, 
if the universe sees that I am thankful for everything I have, even if it's not, if, if I have two sticks to rub together, they, they know yep. where my heart really is. Right. I think that's how it yep. is. Yeah. Yeah. Really yep. like well, you know, and that is so important, um, Cindy. And I, I, I really am a firm believer in that, you know, Recently, it was uh, last month, I think it was about a couple weeks ago, or um, I actually had a, a week-long tour planned and, and uh, was part of the, the first leg of the Red, White, and Blue U Tour, it was called, and um, to kick off a, a, a segmented tour going around the country and doing in-home galleries, but in different small towns and, you know, little villages or whatever, in the back roads and main roads of America, kind of telling people's story, but also, you know, uh, helping people heal through one connection at a time. And I had all of this connection. I had done all this legwork. And the day, the night before, the night before I was to fly out, um, intuitively, I got, I, I, I got a bad feeling. And I was like, am I just making this up? And, you know, maybe some anxiety about, you know, all of the stuff and, and mm-hmm. um, I actually, and, and of course, you know, you always got to have your other psychic friends and you, you reach out for a little validation <laughs> and yeah. it was validated yeah. three times right in a row. It was validated three times right in a row that I shouldn't be going. And I was like, and I told my wife and, I, and she was like, are you kidding me? So about <laughs> 11, 12 o'clock central standard time, I officially declare the first leg of the tour canceled because I was like, I'm not supposed to go for whatever reason. I need to trust. How much do I trust my intuition? And I was like, even if you have, you know, you made all these arrangements, you have a financial commitment, you have tickets sold, you would have to refund all of that. You know, I'm thinking all this headache, right? And I was like, are you kidding me? And, but I pulled the plug. And, it, you know, it was a mess. It, it, it quite honestly created havoc. But it was, but at the end of the day, and when I, when, even when I would get frustrated, I was like, you know what, even though I'm frustrated, is I was honoring my intuition. And yes. um, even if I couldn't see yourself? what was happening or why, it's, you know, I'm safe at home with my family that loves me. And instead of being somewhere that, you know, you're outside your realm and saying, geez, who knows what could have happened. And, um, and I was just supposed to listen. And, um, you know, I, I'm grateful each and every day that, um, you know, so it's a, it, that was just a stark, that was a very blatant reminder saying, how much do you trust your intuition? How much are you going to listen to it? And saying, I get it that you are, you know, on the line for it. Because I wasn't going through if this part of the tour was all Dean McMurray and company because I was doing the ticket sales. I was doing logistics. I was doing everything. And so that meant I had to clean up my own mess and made sure everything was refunded, everything was taken care of. And, you know, and uh, quite honestly, that you know, that was a lot. And saying um, but at the same time, it was, you know, I'm really grateful for not only for the experience, but, um, you know, at the same time, it was um, just, you know, the gratitude, even when things don't go well um, right. or the way Absolutely. we think they should go. 
Yeah. Right. So, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I I agree completely with that because I've stopped myself from doing a lot of things. I'm I like to say I am I am working on being on time. But the funny part is, is I really feel <laughs> there's so many times that I have avoided crashes or, mm. or just missed a car crash, not even just a little car crash, like deadly car crashes where I should have I, been there right at that exact moment. So I listen I to the it. universe and I help you sound crazy. Even if I have a psychic party, even if I have whatever's going on, I have to allow yep. the universe to use me however they need to. If they want me to yep. be late and, 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 and you always know it's not necessarily you just procrastinating, mm-hmm. like all these crazy things that are happening. Like you just set something down and you go to get it and it's gone or you your children all of a sudden decide that they need you so much that you can't walk out the door. I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous, but it is the truth. I really, and I look at all of those little symbolisms, those little synchronicities, and I say, here's the big picture. Thank you so much. You know, I I do that too. I mean, there are times where I'll see something very small and it makes me stop and think for a minute. And it's like, well, should I be doing this then? Right. You know, and yeah, then, right. but I think that sometimes you have to, but then there's things that happen and I'm just like, what the hell? You know, I mean, here, here I am. I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, I'm driving. I'm that, This is no shit. This is exactly what happened. I'm going to tell you driving down a road, common road that I go down in my town all the time. Yeah. I go down this road, following the speed limit, go down this road. It's dark. I'm like, okay. And your road remember, is scary. Yeah. It's dark. Right. So it's like, remember, dear, remember, yeah. always pay attention. Don't, you know, just drive the speed limit or a little bit slower. Don't. Yeah. So, and I get to the stop sign. Yeah. I know where you were talking about. And a deer comes out of nowhere and hits the side of my truck. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, really? I'm, I'm at a stop sign, damn it. What the hell are you running at my truck for? <laughs> You know, and it's like he had to do it, and I watched his ass go up, ass over teacup, ass up, shit on my fender, right back down, and run away. I'm like, so you were supposed to shit on me? Is that what it was? <laughs> you were supposed to shit on me. No! So I still, to this day, don't understand why it happened. Because yeah. normally, if you stop for a deer, they just I, I go away. You know, they go the opposite way or across mm-hmm. the road or whatever. They don't run at your truck uh, to try and commit suicide. Uh, that's happened to me. I, I'm it perfectly was parked. Oh, I was not Smacked. parked. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. No, but I don't, then did you I ever stop and think that maybe that deer had a message for you? Right. That's yeah, what, it that's did. Exactly that's what you, if you come truck. from... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're so crazy. Oh. Yeah, I'm supposed to stop shitting on people. No, you're supposed to, number one, just pay attention. Well, I was paying attention, and maybe I was paying attention too much because I do that a lot when I drive. I'm so afraid. Like, I'm supposed to wear glasses when I drive most times, and I don't wear them. And I can see pretty well, you know, but Mm -hmm. still, there are certain times when you get tired and stuff like that. Hallelujah, friend. You know, I pay attention a little more than I probably should, and I... I don't know what the message is. 
No, I, I've been trying to figure it out for freaking almost a year now. But I watch for those deer all the time. I'm waiting for that same deer to come back out and do the other side of the truck so they match. <laughs> yeah, but you don't, don't call that to you. <laughs> hey, the right? universe wants something for a change. Open your ears, bitches, because I got lots <laughs> to say. <laughs> oh, gosh. Listen, oh, I am a funny man, not by trait, not by experience, not by anything. Just yeah. sometimes they come out of my mouth. Yep. Sometimes <laughs> it just disappears to be. <laughs> sometimes you feel, feel like, like a nut. nut. Sometimes you don't. Oh, man, Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Mike. Do you remember that stupid commercial? Stick it in your pocket. Stick, stick it, it in, in your, your pocket. pocket. Mm. <laughs> What was that from? Because I do know that. I don't remember. Okay, who knows what it's from? I don't know why you think of these weird things sometimes. Cause it's I usually do, too. Me. It's just random things that come into my head, and right. I just I don't normally acknowledge hee-haw? it. No. <laughs> no, that was, where, where are, are you, you tonight? tonight? Why did you leave me here all alone? Well, I searched the world over and thought I found true love. You made another, and you were gone. We are wackos. <laughs> yes, we are. We're serenading, y'all. I hope you like it. Y'all. Yun. <laughs> Yun. Little, little hee-haw action. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? That's what makes this show different from everybody else. I mean, we we enjoy talking with people about Absolutely. who they are and what they do, but at the same time, we don't ignore the random things that happen. And that makes the show more interesting for us as well as, I think, the people that are watching it, you know? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Okay, so what do you got over there, Phoebe? Cindy? Phoebe just told me, she said, it happened to me twice and my brother twice. One time I was stopped and it kept running deer into the side of my car. Another time it stopped in the road, and so did I. Then it charged my car. I was backing <laughs> up trying to get away. Jesus, Phoebe! What'd you do to that deer? That was a mean-ass deer. That's an awesome house. I guess so. He was a jerk, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you spill uh, deer attractant in the front seat and have the windows cracked. <laughs> no, Stop it. Did you really? Well, you know, the thing is, is it's like this, Dean. Did you ever, did you ever see the thing on, on Facebook or was it YouTube where the lady was bitching because the, her town put deer crossing signs in certain areas? <laughs> and, and oh, yes. Yes. shouldn't put a deer sign there because the deer are going to cross there. And who says that they should be allowed to cross there? And who's going to tell them not right. to cross that? Right. I'm like, somebody... Yep. Put her in a straight jacket. That, Put her in a that actually, uh, that, that actually was a North. I believe that was actually a North Dakota um, radio station that originally had that. I believe. Really? I that is so correctly. crazy. That's like saying, that's like all these places like California, whatever that has that say Bigfoot crossing. Like somebody's <laughs> going to actually sit there and wait for a Bigfoot to cross. <laughs> oh look, heck, right. let's sit here and see if. See if Bigfoot crosses in will take a photo of them. Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh. You never know. There's people out there that will do funky what things for funky cream? reasons. What is shaving cream? Shaving cream. Kathleen said sing shaving That's cream, fun. LOL. Shaving cream. The only thing I can think of is that shave, what is that? Sha- uh, well, well. Dun, 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 dun. 
That's part of the shaving cream thing. Well, my friend Mike told sure. me to sing shaving a haircut. That's it, shave oh, and a haircut. Yeah. Well, bits, my friend yeah. Mike said, sing some Beatles, Cindy. And I, t- I was singing Beatles earlier, wasn't I? Let it be, I was singing. Yeah, let it be is the Beatles, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was mine. I was singing it, so. Now. But she said, sing shaving cream. I just. Dean, we talked about, we talked about, you know, the, the, the events and stuff, and we talked about mm-hmm. um, how you. Started. What you see and yeah, and where you started, how you get your messages and mm-hmm. stuff like that. How your mm-hmm. grandma came. To right now, mm-hmm. do you have deja vu? Like, do you? Well, are you that's where I was going to go. Was what other things to like has he happened or experienced? Whether yeah, because it's like oh, you know, yeah. we all get certain, things and sometimes you don't even expect it, and it just out of nowhere, it's like hello, you oh, know, it's geez. like whatever. <laughs> I scared you, right? <laughs> That was funny. You know, and, and plus I'd like to know your own belief system. I mean, being a medium, I mean, there are things that you know that other people don't know. Like, we get that all the time. Oh, yeah, I mean, right? Yeah. Aliens, yeah. Bigfoot, yeah. ghosts, so on and so forth. Oh, what aliens do you, have been around, yeah. and I told you about yeah, that. So it's like, lately. what do you believe? What have you seen? What do you feel? I mean, I know it's a lot to take in there as a question goes, but still, I'd like to hear somebody else's opinion. Okay, but can we take a commercial sure. break really sure. quick? You want to take a commercial yeah, break? Yeah, we'll take yeah, a we commercial can. break. and. Then you can think about it for a second, Dean, and then uh, we'll come right back and you can okay. answer that. Sounds good to me, Shelly. Uh, sure. Sounds good. Okay. All right, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere, everybody. Let it be. Psychic Cindy, and since I was a young girl, I have been able to see, hear, feel, understand, and sometimes smell spirit guiding me to guide you. Through the years, I have helped many clients receive messages from spirit to aid in their growth of self-love, healing, and also to receive guidance towards steps for the future. Sometimes spirit doesn't always give you what you want, but they always give you what you need. Do you have an open mind to listen to the message? If the answer is yes, I would like to be there for you in your journey. I offer many services such as psychic medium reading, spiritual counseling, spiritual life coaching, regression, past life regression, and more. If you're ready to know how much healing and clarity you can receive, how much trust you can have, how much love you can feel, or even how inspired you can become, please set an appointment. You don't have to be local to get a message from Spirit. You can Facebook me at facebook.com backslash psychic Cindy. Email me at thepsychiccindy at gmail.com. Instagram, thepsychiccindy. Twitter, at psychiccindy1. Digital Ink Art is a local company that specializes in screen printing, heat transfers, logos, vehicle graphics, and stickers. They are located in Albion, New York, between Rochester and Buffalo, and they make it real easy for anyone to get their brand printed. The website, digitalinkarts.com, is undergoing a new look, but you can still contact them on Facebook or by calling 585-200-2400. So don't forget, digitalinkarts.com. Uh, Hi, Tiff. Hi. Anyways, we've been sitting sitting here 
been enjoying the conversation. I, I need and, to explain uh, something because my daughter's going to say, why are you wiping your nose? Because well, every time I get cold, we all know this. What happens? My nose starts running. Okay. I'm well, I just kidding. wanted I just wanted to say that we've been sitting here talking with Dean yes. McMurray, who is the military medium, and having a great conversation about things just in general um, when it comes to mediumship and the things that you experience and how how it really can be just as a relaxed conversation. We've never done this before, and it's it's kind of cool the way it's coming across. So mm-hmm. you know, but I like. I that, love though. the hot pants, though. The hot pants have got to go. You know, no, how, no, no. That's like somebody has said to me, "Would you ever try the Lululemon?" I'm like, Lululemon. "No, Lululemon." It's like, "No way." I, I saw my cousin wear them. A guy and I'm like, oh shit, no way, uh uh uh, no, <laughs> no, they hug to everything. Yes, they do. Yeah, no, no, no. And they no. like to cinch around the waist. No, I'm sorry, no, this bad boy extra. is not wearing that stuff. Yeah. No. It's so comfy though. I, I don't love care. wearing my Lula rolls on I here. I don't care. <laughs> no, no, my my fat rolls are staying right where they are and they're not being displayed <laughs> in public. No. In public. <laughs> Nope. Mm-mm. Okay, so the question was. Well, there was two. A few, of, actually, there was a few. So actually, it was. Yeah. Um, do you have premonitory things, Invisible whether John. dreams or thoughts, things that are about to happen? Oh, and then what are your thoughts on like um, Bigfoot, etc. UFO, like yeah. those cryptoids, sure, or cryptids, cryptoids, and all that stuff, right? Kids. So. Kids. Uh, yeah. So. It's the cocaine jet. That's um, what it is. My daughter literally yeah, wrote, excuse go. it. Hello. Sorry. No. Yeah, he was talking. That's Sorry. It. Jeez, that's, how that's, rude. That's all right. That's, it's, it's, all, it's okay. It's, it's, it's all the hot pants energy. That's what it is. It's not <laughs> that. Um, it is. Lord <laughs> have mercy. I, I tell you. Um, so, but talking about that is do I get any like um, visions or things uh, like yeah. um, premonitions, different things? Absolutely. You know, I got a whole, uh, you know, if I was doing a live video, I'd actually show you. I got a whole like two inch binder that I call my channel journal. And, and so a lot of times do I get uh, premonitions of different things are going to happen. And actually we're just, I was talking about this today earlier about early on in my development, if, um, how long ago, I, I don't even remember what year it was, but um, do you even remember what year the, the tsunami was in Thailand? I know it was in December. It was around Christmas Eve right. some or Christmas Day, something like that. And before yeah, that, yeah. though, it, it, it was about a month prior, um, I, I was sitting in meditation, and, and I, I was just kind of, I usually do a lot of automatic writing, or I used to anyways, and um, where I got, it was more of talking about, um, you know, talking about natural disasters and, and a large uh, loss of life and such, and I was like, ugh. I looked at the message after I was done. I was like, well, this is pretty dark, and, you know, and I'm like, okay, so I'm looking at it thinking there's not enough information here. I knew it was in, like, Southwest Asia, but I didn't know specifically. I was like, oh, that's like saying it's going to happen in the United States. It's like, really, dude? You need to tell me exactly where it's going to happen. And so I'm like, you know, and it, and it didn't make any sense to me. So 
you know, like I do with a lot of things, I'm like, well, it'll make sense to me later. But I was like, if you're not going to share any more information, then I'll, you know, I'll just put this piece of paper away. Well, I kind of forgot about it, to be quite honest. And about a month later, then the tsunami hit in Thailand. And I was like, and when it happened, I was like, holy shit, holy shit. And, you know, and it was like, so I run and I'm, you know, grab my binder and I'm digging through to find that piece of paper. And I started reading and I was like, holy crap, I was talking about the tsunami. And, I, and, I um, and you know, I and, looked it up. Uh, what year? 2004. 2004. Okay. 2000, okay. So, um, so it was, it was interesting to me that, you know, what um, the, 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 the piece with that is, you know, I was like, well, if you're not giving me enough information um, to do something with, you know, with it, then, you know, I need to, I, you know, I don't want the information because I, I want to help people with it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I was like, if you're not going to give me enough information or how to help people with it, I didn't really want the information because after a while, um, you know, it got very. Right. Right. And I was like, well, you need to, um, you need to be really clear with, um, you know, what's going on. And I was like, you know, wow, you know, what's, uh, you know, so I guess the, the, the bottom line with that is I was like, holy crap, you know, it's like, um, it's, it was just, it, it was something that I guess validated for me um, that I was like, wow, there's something, you know, so did I get some premonitions? Yes, there was, I don't know if you guys remember, I, I know there was, of course, there seems like wildfires in Ca- uh, California, I know you guys were talking earlier about the devastating fires this yeah. year, and, and it's so very tragic. And of course, I think everybody has seen the stories. And um, but if you remember, a few years back, there was um, it was a real. I don't know. Maybe it was California. Maybe Montana. I can't remember which state. But there was like, I think there was like four firefighters that died. Do you guys remember that story? And yeah, where they got you, trapped like in a canyon and it was really I mean it was really sad. I mean, of course anytime anybody loses their lives, but it was just hearing about it, it was just like, ooh, you know, um and where they were overcame by the fire, they got trapped and it just you know, they couldn't get out and all that and um yeah, overtaken by very- the fire and it was interesting because prior to that was you know, I got a premonition of talking about the amount of, like the you know the 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 you know the amount of uh, talking about um, the number of people that would be lost, specifically about the firefighters, and 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 that was kind of in that time where I was like, you know, I don't want to know about this if I can't do something. Um, right. You know, right. if I can't help people, you know, if I don't, if I can't help people with it. Why do I want to know about it? And I actually kind of got mad because I was like, why are you, why are you telling me this? If I can't do anything, why, why, you know, I don't want to, you know, uh, why do I want this premonition? Um, if it's not to keep my family or me safe or somebody else safe that I can say, uh, you know, but the other piece is saying, 
if I was to call up to, you know, I don't know, some government and saying, hey, yeah, you're going to have a tsunami and you need to evacuate the whole eastern coast of your country, um, they would be like, uh, dude, you, you know, it's like you're you're psycho. And it's like, uh, you know, and so I was like, what is the, you know, how am I supposed to deliver this? And I know that I can't just, there has to be a validity to this message. And so I kind of threw back out there too and saying, if I'm supposed to deliver this message in any level, you need to make that known. And, you know, so, you know, as, as I went forward, I just kind of shut that down. There was other things that happened as well with shootings and, and other things where some of the victims would show up and, and uh, you know, they were kind of scared and really wanting their family to know that they were okay. And, you know, and, and I just kind of basically told, like I usually tell Spirit a lot of times, saying, you're okay, you're in a good place, that's the reason that I'm talking to you, but here's the deal. If you want me to deliver a message to your family, you're going to have to put things in place for me to talk to them. Because I certainly cannot just try to find out your parents or your husband or your wife's phone number mm-hmm. and go, you don't know me. I'm a psychic from North Dakota, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, and then you'd be, you know, the, the kook, you know, and, and, and understand mm-hmm. that, you know, I am certainly not here to take anything away from any event or any tragedy and, um, you know, certainly out of respect for the families and the people that lost their lives, you know, I respect that space of grief and saying, if I'm supposed to be part of that journey, I will be made part of that journey. And, you know, if I need to be, then it will be made, you know, evident for me. And that's the, that's the you know, that's a reality that I make or the statement that I make saying, hey, if I'm supposed to be walking this journey with you, then, then make it you know, part of that. But um, so as far as do I get premonitions, different things? Absolutely. Um, You know, kind of talking about too, uh, there's some stuff that, you know, it's not always dark. Uh, Sometimes do I get things about, you know, whether seeing somebody uh, one time I was given a a lady here in my state, a a reading and, and uh, it was at a, it was like a one-on-one, if you will, and, and I said, oh, geez, I, I keep on getting the energy of a baby girl with you. And I said, you know, congratulations, and, and Spirit was so excited. And she said, Dean, she said, uh, that's, that's not possible. The doctors have told me that it's medically impossible for me to have a baby. And I said, well, I don't know what to tell you, but I said, I keep on getting the uh, pink energy around your you know, your womb area is what I understand. And I said, I, I'm just telling you what I get. And, and so I said, the only thing that I'm going to share is stay open to this. I said, and it's my interpretation of what I'm seeing. A full year later, she comes and she goes, do you remember me? And I was like, uh, you know, it's one of those, am I being <laughs> tested type deal? And, but I was like, I'm sorry. I said, I remember your face, but not your name. And she said, well, a year ago, you told me that I was going to get pregnant. I told you it was medically impossible. She said, um, shortly after, she said, I ended up pregnant. And she at, um, and then uh, she showed up at my gallery um, last year with her 
baby girl. And I was Aww. like, that is, that is, and I said, tell me you didn't name her Dean. Please tell me you didn't. And she <laughs> said, no. <laughs> I, it, was, uh, it was Hope. I think she named her Hope. Um, and it was, Aww. she was just the, the sweetest. I mean, you know, what baby isn't beautiful, right? And, you know, it's well. like, but the thing, <laughs> right? You know, some, yeah, some kids. But, you know, the thing is, I believe all babies are beautiful, even if there are, you know, saying, ooh, you know, it takes a parent's love. But, you know, I believe that they're all beautiful in their own way. And But the thing is, is that with that, is I was like, that is the stuff. That's the stuff that I love about doing this work. And, you know, when I get premonitions, those are the things. Yeah. And, and, but then you have other times when you're talking about things that aren't so happy, um, like my mother-in-law, we're going back about um, a few years back, and uh, well, actually it was last, I want to say it was, was it last year? I think it was, and she was having side pain, and um, she was like, and, uh, and, and my wife goes, Mom, why don't you have uh, Dean look in your body, and he can, he can feel and see inside your body. And um, so my mother-in-law, God bless her, you know, she, she was on again, off again, supporter of my work. And um, she was like, oh, you know, and she was kind of jokingly mocking it, like, you know, kind of standing there in the living room, kind of like, do you see anything here? And like, you know, and I was like, do you, I said, do you really want to know? Kind of like, you know, be careful what you wish for. And um, she goes, yeah, I really want to know. And I said, well, it feels like a mask to me. I said, I would go get it checked out. And I said, I wouldn't wait. And she said, oh, you, like, you know. And um, I said, well, I said, you asked. And, of course, we left. And she ended up with, um, of course, she was in, she was diagnosed with liver failure. And she had cancerous tumors on her uh, liver is what I was picking up on. And she, unfortunately, she, uh, God bless her, she, she passed last year, last July, and um, her, her liver just shut down. And, and uh, but one of the things was, is, um, you know, it, it, those are the times that I'm like, you know, I really wish I was wrong in those, um, in those scenarios. Right. And, right. you know, when something is, you know, not always positive in a sense, but yet at the same time, we, know, we knew for a long time, we just intuitively knew that she was very ill. And, but, she, you know, she hadn't been feeling well. But at the same time, I was like, I don't think, you know, your mom has long. And we both knew it. But, you know, sometimes you just know these things. And, you know, and that's why I say, why do you want to become a medium? Because you can't unknow things. And whether you want to know them or not, whether it's a parent or a an in-law, a, a child, whatever, it's like you get to know the good stuff, but guess what? Guess what comes with it? The not-so-nice yeah, stuff. Always get and bad you stuff have too. to take yeah. it both. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. yeah. So, um, but with that, so, you know, the premonitions, the visions, the, the feelings, yes. But um, talking about do I believe in, in like, uh, cryptoids and, you know, like Bigfoot, and yes, I you know I believe that there are so many things out there that we still don't understand, 
And, you know, um, for, for a guy that started off saying, I think this is all bullshit, and went on to, to, to talking to dead people for a full-time profession, <laughs> um, you know, is, is saying something. But at the same time, mm-hmm. when I would go to, you know, so when we talk about Bigfoot or, or other, like Mothman and all these other um, entities, I'll just call them, I'll, I'll use an umbrella statement of saying these other entities, um, is, you know, there are so many things we don't understand yet. And it's really trying to, uh, under, you know, just trying to even conceptualize what's going on around us. Now, I will say is that for the longest time, I really had a hard time believing in um, extraterrestrials or aliens. And it was really a hard uh, topic for me to even come out with people because I would be like, okay, here we go. You know, here we're talking about aliens again. And, and of course, and, you know, you guys know, I'm sure you do holistic expos. Is you get, um, of course, the paranormal fans and people that have different experiences. But then you also get, you know, the cryptozoology and but then you get the, par- uh, the the extraterrestrial too, you know, the folks that have had uh, extraordinary uh, experiences and um, you know firm believers in in everything extraterrestrial. And it wasn't until I was asked to douse a gentleman's home here in my local area, and uh, huh. it was very routine enough. And you know, I show up, and uh, this gentleman was in his. Uh, it was interesting. He was in his uh, early 60s, um, very fit gentleman. Not that that makes any difference, but he was a Vietnam veteran, um, uh, Marine Corps. He was a very what I call I would if you had a category some somebody you would call him the very atypical American a male. Okay, and he mm-hmm. did not really believe in a lot of this. But the thing when he was on the phone, he was like. There's and I, I completely went back to myself because the way listening to him, he was kind of freaked out, and he was like, "There is some weird shit going on, and I don't know how I know, but there's a lady and a young child here, and they jump on my bed in the middle of the night and try to wake me up." And he was going, he was freaked out, and I was like, "I'm thinking, dude, I feel your pain. Let me come over." I come over, do you know, and, and uh, do a dousing, basically, you know, ghost busting. And um, this uh, doing, uh, you know, getting, you know, uh, asking the spirits to cross over. And I worked a lot with archangels. So I was kind of at that time I was, um, uh, there was a sense of me that was kind of ignorant. And I would just kind of think that I was back in my military days, busting the door and like, all right, everybody, you know, if you're earthbound, (laughs) you get to the light, right? Get your asses to the light right now. It's like, get you the chopper, right? And it's like doing my best Schwarzenegger. Get to the chopper. Get and to the it's chopper. Like, get to the chopper. Get get to your chakra. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a lot of hashtags by the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, oh, my God. Right. Yeah, probably. Hashtag we, are, the we already got Ted, Ted and Hot Pants hot movement. Yes. <laughs> But Hashtag Ted and Pop biggest, Hands. No. Yes. Right? We need to do. But, but the biggest thing with all that is he, uh, you know, I kind of went in, did my deal, I doused, I cleansed, and I kept on checking. I had, I used L-Rods when I doused, 
and if anybody's curious. And I kept on getting a very positive yes. Everything was taken care of. I actually did a mediumship reading for him. Uh, he was very satisfied and said, here's the deal. I said, I'm going to follow up with you in about a week. Um, if you need me to adjust the energy, because sometimes it needs a little tweak, I'll do that. I provide that like a free service. You know, I come back and do one adjustment, mm -hmm. if you will, um, after the initial dousing. And um, so I followed up with him, and he was like, dude, it's worse. He said, right after you left, he said, <laughs> Um, it was like somebody would jump on my back, and uh, and and he was an open heart surgery uh, person, Shiny. you know, uh, a couple of years back, and he uh, he said it's almost like they're trying to get me to have another heart attack. He was kind of scared, and he felt really threatened. And I said, if you feel that you need to go get scanned, go get scanned by the doctor. And of course, he did. Nothing was going on physically, but metaphysically, I knew what you know. He was being attacked. Long story short, because this is kind of a, there was kind of a long, drawn-out process. But basically what it was is I had him come to my home office when I was seeing clients in person uh, at that time. And what it boiled down to was he was being possessed by a, a reptilian entity. And, it, and, I, and of course, I, did, I wasn't, uh, up on my extraterrestrial races and you know my I didn't I didn't know all the ins and outs and I was like nothing was working and I was kind of like what the hell why why isn't my traditional methods of and it's because they were outside of the realm their energy is different and right. um, I reached finally <laughs> reached out to a couple uh, one to a mentor and another one, another lady that had some experience with it. And um, my mentor had said, look, you know, look at this guy's pupils and see if they change. And then you'll know what you're dealing with. Um, and then the other lady, um, very talented uh, psychic in her own right, she had said, yeah, I, I work with a guy um, out of New Mexico, I think is where he was out of that work with Arcturian. Um, if you think of the, if nobody's familiar, I basically call them the archangels of the galactic realm. That's what I, that's my term that I use for them. And mm -hmm. um, basically when I had the gentleman in my office, I was like, I just kind of looked uh, in his eyes and it was like a, uh, I got a brief glimpse of a, uh, you think of looking at a reptilian eye. So if you think of like an alligator or right. something very similar. And I was like, holy shit. And it kind of, you know, freaked me out a little bit because I was like, holy crap, I actually saw it. Right? And, uh, but I was like, and you could feel it trying to want to, um, when I was doing sessions, I could feel it trying to uh, kind of latch on to me. I could feel it at the base of my neck. And yeah. it wanted me to go to sleep. Yeah, and it was just really creepy. It was the darkest, creepiest energy I have experienced thus far. And I've experienced some other pretty dark energies with other things. But this one was really deceptive and really slimy and nasty. And the only thing that I could think sure. of that would defeat it, I was like, okay, if love is supposed to be the highest vibrating energy out there, how do I, you know, how do I convey that? And so I like it. If you guys remember the old Bugs Buddy commercial and he had, 
he had this, uh, there was that big monster, that one-eyed monster, and he grabs Bugs yeah, Bunny, and it's like, monster. I'm going to name you oh, George. Yeah, yeah. And, right. It's like, I'm going <laughs> to name you George, and I'm going to hug you and love you. And so it's kind of goofy, <laughs> but yet at the same time, I did that to that entity and was like, I'm going to name you George. And, I'm, and I thought about my kids and how much I love them. <laughs> and I channeled I all that it. love into it. And, um, you know, if you've ever seen that, uh, if you've ever seen uh, that post uh, maybe on, um, you know, get a, uh, my, heart, my heart chakra needs more cowbell or whatever, right? So I'm, I'm oh channeling God, all this energy. <laughs> more cowbell. <laughs> Uh, Mo, I need more cowbell, right? I, I don't do a very good uh, Christopher walking, but, you know, it's like um, trying to channel all this love into it, and oh, my God, did it squirm. Oh, my God. Nice. And uh, it went right back to him. Long story short, we ended up finding a resolution that worked for him, um, and we were able to help him, but it was a long process. Thank goodness. Jeez, I think it. I think it took like a couple weeks. It was really a lot of. Um, it was a lot of uh, trial and error because I was in a period of learning, and he was. You know, I was the only one that he was working with, and I kept on saying, "If you want to, I'll refer you out to somebody." He was like, "No, no, no. Um, we need to work together." And I really trust that was the universe's way of saying, "Hey, uh, you need to learn, Dean. You need this guy's here to help you learn." Um, through his experience, and, you know, you need to stick it out with him until you get this result, and, um, you know, and after a while, I was like, I'm not even going to charge you anymore, because, you know, it's like, I, I, I don't feel that I need to be, I, I'm learning so much through this, that it was, but after that point, I was like, I certainly can't say that there is, you know, I completely believe in the extraterrestrial piece, I believe in implants i believe in uh, uh government as far as um you know uh, uh remote viewing programs um yeah. those were huge in the military other, well yeah yeah right and yeah. and and i actually did some counter how do i even want to put it um counter 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 spying counter viewing i'll call it that i did some counter viewing um, because I do remote viewing as well. I did some counter viewing sessions for some clients that do some very high profile holistic um, companies, and they were worried that they were being targeted by the government in a sense. And they wanted me to <laughs> quote unquote covertly see what was going on and, and, uh, and see if there was something. So a lot of people say, oh, my God, you're deep into this conspiracy. But the thing was, it was very real because if you're trying to upset the balance of things, things happen a lot at a lot deeper level than what a lot of people understand. So I do a lot more than just the psychic medium piece. Um, you know, I do remote viewing. I've done healing work. I've done tousing. I've done, you know, and, but, you know, and the thing is, Cindy, I, I know that, you know this as well, and Ted, I'm sure you know, is there's so many facets and so many doors that open, and it's not just one thing. Um, you know, it's just like, oh, my God, there's, you know, so many facets that open. So, it's, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so, yeah. So are those the things that I believe in? Absolutely. Um, that is reality for Dean McMurray. Those are things that I've experienced um, 
and there's so many more. And obviously, I know our time's coming to a close, but um, right, you know, because I could continue talking about hot pants and and you know <laughs> chakra cowbell and all this. I mean, it's, I got to really awesome. say, I have really enjoyed the format and the laid back and 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 fun atmosphere that you guys hold, the energy that you hold for your guests. Thank you. Because yeah. this has been one of the, the funnest uh, shows that I've been on. So, you know, really, I, I got to really thank you that. Um, so, yeah. Thank well, you so go much. Go ahead and, if, you, if you'd like, go ahead and put that on our Facebook thing. Absolutely. You know, rate us and put that on there. I mean. Uh, just rate us well, five stars. I, I think it's we'll, we'll put you. We'll put it right on the website, too, you know. Yeah. And they'll give us a good quote and Beautiful. we'll put it on there. But, you know, my, my thing is, is like. Um, with all oh my God, the things, Dave. I I keep I so Dave is bringing up the fact because I I always do this because I keep hitting my freaking face. Yeah, you almost so knocked I yourself do... out earlier, and that's why I was laughing. I know, and and, and on there they're like, oh my God, don't don't knock yourself. Well, out. Well, don't play with it. But so I I do this, and and Dave Batista is going, <laughs> look how Cindy is stroking the mic. Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean... don't do that. Well, you know, as I was trying to say was that, you know, we like having the show like this for a reason. It's because it gives us an opportunity to actually listen to what the guest has to say and And plus, yeah, and have fun and then try. I mean, we're constantly, I mean, if you notice from the video, we're constantly checking phone, the the text messages or the the, the, uh, computers. Chat rooms is what I was yeah, trying to do. I mean, because we have three chat rooms running. We have Facebook, we have Periscope, and then I have Blog Talk. And, yeah. you know, so we're constantly checking that stuff and trying to answer people's questions at the same time. And it's like people go, oh, they're not paying attention. It's like we are paying attention. It's just we're yeah. listening just like they are. And so we felt right. that to have our be a little different was to when we go live, it? it's personalities and, and just – do our best, mm-hmm. you know, and but but but, mm-hmm. but make it fun because, you know, we don't want to be like everybody else. I mean, we really don't, and no, we're we so laid back. And a lot of people say that. The mic. No, you talk about stroking the mic and, and hot pants. I don't do that. I mean, you know. But we are. I'm totally. <laughs> I cannot even begin to tell you guys how bad I want to get a pair of hot pink. Oh my hot god! Pants. <laughs> That's just terrible. <laughs> in them. No, it ain't happening. them for you. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, if somebody donates a hundred bucks to go fund me, I'll put on hot pink, pink pants. Okay, there you go. Oh. Donate a hundred bucks. Or one big One person pack. has to donate a hundred bucks and I will wear hot pink pants. Pink pants. Kelly and Eric okay. are both saying thanks, Dean. I think that's starting a movement. They're saying thank you to get uh, Ted to <laughs> yeah. wear hot pants. I think you just might find more than $100 in there. <laughs> we hope so. Well, we want to keep the radio show going, and unfortunately, that's the only way we can do it right now. We, I mean, between commercials and running ads and, We're and trying to um, get it going. GoFundMe going, I mean, that's the only way to keep us. I mean, it, it becomes you got to, draining. You go. 
I got to wear some pink pants. If you want me to wear the pink pants, you yes. got you got to throw some pink money. For dad. Yeah, hot pink. Put a hundred bucks in the GoFundMe and, hey, and we'll do it. So. But you know, what, Dean, I want to say thank you so much. You were such a laid back, good guy Miller, too, I'm as in to uh, one of the one of the great um, guests that we've had, one of the greater ones. And um, I would love to have you back in the future if you'd like to come back. And um, we just. It's just it's nice to have somebody that knows what everybody else goes through. You're not afraid to talk about it. You're not afraid to, you know, um, it takes a lot from when you like like most people haven't experienced a traumatic experience. Like we said in the beginning of the show, that kind of only a hundred days. Oh, you're in so much goddamn (laughs) trouble. People have a traumatic experience, and that's how they they discover their psychic awareness or their mediumship. And right. for you, it, right. it's kind of like you were just supposed to. The universe opened up and said, "You know what? Right. There you Boom. go, Dean. You're you're doing this." And you know, I right. commend you for yep. just grabbing the bull by the horns and doing it, even if you were wearing pink pants. I mean, it's just it's awesome, you know. Right. But, right. You know, I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what they're saying over there because I'm dealing with Periscope and I'm dealing with Blog Talk over Dave here. Said, or Dave said yes, hot pink oh, for Ted. And then oh. uh, only a hundred dollars. And then Dave says, "LOL, get ready, Ted. Next week, wear the pants." Dave Batista, one second. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes. I, I, I would love to come back on your, I would love to, oh to come back on your hot pink pants episode to, to yes. kick that okay, off and, and maybe actually, and, and, and get a chance to maybe do some readings and, uh, hey, you know, that'd be another one. You could actually do that to, to not only raise awareness and funds for your station, but raise raise funds whether you're doing that for a uh fundraiser or like a charity even uh something that'd be kind of fun that's an idea for you amazing yeah i mean that might be a good good way to do it and and, you know maybe what we'll do is we'll make it a hot you know what we'll do it as a hot pink pants (laughs) episode and there you you go We'll oh, both we wear both hot have pants. to wear hot. Um, and then we'll do readings. We'll have Dean back, and he can do readings. You can do readings. I can, and then we'll do it. You both can do it. That's and fun. the people can donate $5 or $10 or $20. Whatever you want to donate. Okay. Ted, I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. If you get $200 in your GoFundMe for your station, I'll wear hot pants, hot pink pants as well. And uh, we'll uh, well I'll do a little live on my end, but that so if you you're gonna have to take a picture and send us the picture. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have I'll to put the picture. Do, uh, yeah, so you can stream my Facebook live on your page. I believe you can do that. Yeah, I we, we'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. So oh my we'll, God, that we'll would be awesome. Well, I I think it would be good. So I'm not gonna so, so the, look at Eric saying. Eric saying we're all witnessed it here, so don't back out now. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Ted in hot pink pants. Yep, hashtag hey. Ted in hot pink pants. You know, I think Ted that you're just kind of scared that you're gonna find that they're comfortable. Well, they probably <laughs> oh, I'm gonna find that they're comfortable. Yes, you're gonna love yeah, them. You won't want to give them back. <laughs> 
Just like your comfortable shoes. Just like my comfortable shoes. Yes. Yes. That's it. I mean, we we uh, we definitely do need to. Uh, that would be awesome. Why not? Let's let's take the show to the next level. You guys do that, and and um, and we'll two hundred dollars. You will get Dean, myself, and Cindy in hot pink pants. Do I get to cover my ass though? What? <laughs> Okay, if if I have to show my ass, you guys have to make sure that there's nothing covering your asses either. With hot pink pants? <laughs> That'd be well, it'll have chaps. hot pink pants, but I usually cover my rear when I'm Well, there. I don't have an ass, so it's like a it's like a piece of plywood. So they're not <laughs> it's flat. Yeah, it's flat. So I have well, to, I got a little blop, blop. I'll have to get some like rainbow Blanc suspenders suspenders to wear with them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, rainbows! Is oh, yeah, there you go. There oh my go. God! Yes. This is going to be hashtag pride, pride show. <laughs> hashtag pride show. Um, oh yeah, you're gonna have to ask for for more money in that GoFundMe page just to outfit your wardrobe if you keep on going there. <laughs> Oh my God, so funny! Oh, Dean, you made the show perfect tonight. Thank you made you so it much, so enjoyable Dean. for yeah. us, and we really Thank appreciate you guys. it. Thank you, guys. I really loved every second being on, and it was really a pleasure to just kind of cut loose. And even though I don't have a lot of hair, to let my hair down and uh, and just really <laughs> uh, have fun tonight. Really talking about it. Are you looking at the monitor? Are you looking at the monitor, Dean? Me neither. There's yeah, some, yeah, there's but not much. Got the play. Got a little egg. <laughs> <laughs> time to stay for paranormal news oh paranormal news do you have time to stay for paranormal news with us team absolutely yeah i can do it (laughs) (laughs) this just in ted's going to be wearing hot pink pants on a special episode of paratalk radio (laughs) with the first donation of one hundred (laughs) dollars This is Toilet Talk. Maybe that's a new episode. We should toilet do a talk. Toilet Talk, yes. Actually, there was... There We're going to um, talk about all types of shit. I.I. Superwoman I.I. is what she's... That's what she's named on YouTube. She is amazing, Lily Singh. And she used to have Toilet Talk with Lily. Dave Batista, I'm going to kick your ass. Ah, oh, my. He just donated $100. <laughs> 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 Dave, I love you. Oh, I love you, Dave. my God. Oh, my God. I am oh, dying. I love it. Oh, oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, go check out the GoFundMe. Get the pink pants. <laughs> all right. All right, Ted, don't go spending all the $100 oh, on your my new pink pants. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, no, no. I'm gonna, crazy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get his, I'm gonna get his, his measurements, and I'm gonna make sure I find some good ones. Are we gonna do a pink T-shirt too for like fifty bucks? Somebody donate fifty dollars, get but a wait, pink T-shirt. Isn't it, isn't oh, it breast cancer awareness month in in October? I don't know. Uh-huh. I'll donate it to the twenty-five spandex. Oh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> no! Yes, that is no. it. And we may oh, need a little sheet on. those pants. Yes, yes. Oh, this yes. is ridiculous. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> this is we ridiculous. You got to add you some shimmy to, to tell that. us <laughs> if you if you think the hot pink pants should be freaking spandex because that's what I'm having. No, my if they're going to be spandex, spandex, we need more money. No way, no way, <laughs> no, more no, no. money. No, no, don't go no, getting no. greedy. That's right. Hey, nope. I'm not being greedy. This is for a good cause. This is to keep us on the air. So You're going to have some pink pants, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just wrong. Just, just Nope. You uh, you put it out there. Oh. Thank you, Dick. I think that oh, is so that's awesome. awesome. Look at that. Thanks, that's, Dean. That Thanks, so Dean. Awesome. We, we love you here. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I, I hear that's the love like in Dean your voice, Rock. Dad. <laughs> yeah. I love hashtag it. I love it. <laughs> hashtag no. Dean Rock. Hashtag Dave Rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hashtag Dave Rock. You know. <laughs> oh my God, this is so much fun. This is yeah. And, and GoFundMe just popped up again and said Dave Batista donated a hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you don't have to keep rubbing it in Facebook. I got it. I mean, GoFundMe. I got it. He donated. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. Oh, oh my God. Funny. You know it's what, Dave? Dave is a part of the aristocrats. Yeah, I know. And, and that's why he—he's the one who noticed my. Uh, yeah, and now I'm screwed. Screwed, blued, and tattooed. Oh, I'm sorry. Screwed, pinked, and tattooed. <laughs> okay, so part of the the, the paranormal news. Let's let's get to this real quick. Okay. It says Jeffrey Gonzalez, a self-described paranormal expert said he heard about the sighting from a local farmer who said he saw the creature and five others running on his ranch near mm-hmm. Avocado Lake. Avocado Lake? Really? There's a lake called Avocado? That's funny. Green Lake, probably. Ha-ha. <laughs> Anyways, one of them, which was extremely tall, had a pig over his shoulder. Gonzalez said in comments obtained by Fox 26, a Fox News affiliate, Fox and News. the five scattered, and the one with the pig was running so fast he didn't see an irrigated pipe and tripped. And the, with the pig flying over. So, hey, pigs do fly apparently now. <laughs> According to his Facebook page, Gonzalez is a talk show host and an investigator of Paranormal Central. In addition to being a technician at AT&T, he also founded the Sanger Paranormal Society. Gonzalez said that the sighting is not that uncommon, and three additional Bigfoot sightings in the past five years uh, were also located in East Fresno County. So I want to know more. I want to know about... So what did the Bigfoot do? I mean, did he pick up the pig and run? Did the pig run away? Come on here. That's all they said. That kind of sucks for paranormal news. Yeah, I know. I was like, why didn't it say any more? It didn't say anything more. Oh, you read all this before? I read it, yep. Wow, that's terrible. But it was a good one. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It is interesting. You know. um, I'm a a little hungry now. Again, (laughs) need that pig. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> says here, so so why do people believe in Bigfoot anyways? It says relatively few people in in and out of the field of science believe in Bigfoot. A purported Bigfoot sighting would likely be met with some level of uh, wait a minute, I just lost my place. With the same level as of Casper, Elvis, Tupac, or Santa Claus. With only 16% of the Americans... <laughs> that believe in Bigfoot. You might just write them off as crazy. But contemporary to popular assumption, folklore experts say Bigfoot believers may not be 
irrational as you may think. It's easy to assume that people who believe in Bigfoot are being irrational in their beliefs. Who was a, let's see, Lynn McNeil, who's a, a California graduate, folklore professor, and special guest on the reality show Finding Bigfoot. So that's the extra that I found for it. So that was it. They saw Bigfoot, and people are may not be as crazy as you think. So um, also I wanted to tell everybody, now that I've heard that little horn, I had a nice conversation with Mr. Mungy. Ah, did you? Mungy, Mungy the clown. The Munger. Perfect. So... I asked Munji about doing a return visit to Paratalk Radio. Really? And is that possible? Would he be willing to come back just to say hi? Pop in. Stop up. His answer was, you never know. You never know. (laughs) You never know. So I'm still a Munji believer. I believe he's still out there. I believe he, he will recreate and come back out to visit us. We love Munji, and we know that um, his energy is floating around out there. Yeah. He'll be back. I hope so. I, I believe. I truly believe he'll be back. And I believe. I believe. And just so you all know, Mister, we have a special night. In November, though, because guess what? Mr. Stitches is coming back in November. Nice. Yay. He's going to be talking about him and his paranormal investigation and how he does stuff as a horror clown. What is um, our T-shirt guy's name again? Um, That's DJ Button from um, DigitalArtsInc.com. But I'm going to say this because I mentioned it earlier. If they go to paratalkradio.com, there is a page that actually has Paratalk Radio t-shirts that you can click the link and order your shirt. It is $20. paratalkradio.com. Yep, and you can click. It's $20 a shirt, and that money comes back to help us as well. You know, it actually helps the... uh, Yeah, but we want to get those pink t-shirts, like a breast cancer awareness t-shirt. Yeah. With Paratalk Radio on it. Well, so you we have to, to do to it. You have to talk to DJ, and you have to get it done way in advance because he's swamped right now. So that's why I'm saying if they go to the Paratalk Radio right. thing, that would be great. You know, maybe we can do it, and a certain percentage gets donated to Breast Cancer Awareness. That would be awesome. I do know somebody from the, um, what is it called? The, uh, oh, <clears throat> not Carmen, um, something G may, uh, what is the big organization that does that? Anyways, I know somebody that's involved with that. Um, some breast cancer awareness thing. I wish okay. I could remember what it is. Well, but we'll see if we can get her. Far. Yeah, we'll see if we can get her connected with us and maybe come on and do a little skit with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we go anywhere, folks, uh, just Better again, be with say, the hot pink pants, okay, fine. It's gonna be a photo shoot. Oh man. <laughs> a yes. photo shoot? A photo shoot. Well, then what we're going to do is anybody that can get the hot pink pants and get themselves a pink Paratalk Radio t-shirt for this, we'll have them come to the studio and we'll do photo shoot with that everybody. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. And if you can't make it here, it's in October, then still get your hot pink pants and your pink t-shirt 
order it anywhere you want, get that, that day, send us photos, uh-huh. and we'll randomly put their photo up with their picture awesome. um, on the show. Yeah. And I think that would be great. That would be great. Real quick, though, I want to mention this because I don't want this to fall by the wayside, that Paratalk Radio is, is creating a, a, a um, special episode. And this one is for you, for the fans of Paratalk Radio. It's called Paratalk Radio and your ghost stories. So what we oh, want to do is we want you to submit your best ghost story to paratalkradiohost at gmail.com. We are going to pick four stories. The four people that are picked with the best ghost stories will actually be guests on the show that night, and each person would get a half hour to tell their story, and we will give them prizes also. Awesome. So I'm putting that out there right now. I don't. I think the date's going to be November 12th. That's what we're looking at. Okay. So they have till now till mid-November to submit their ghost stories. Well, they would need, need to do it at least a week before we air. Right, well, we have to have it a week before. Yes, we do. But they okay. So they have it. They have November, it till the second week of, of November. So get your ghost story put together, write it up, submit it to us on the email, send it to us, and we will go through it and the best. Four will become guests on the show, mm-hmm. and we will give you prizes for being our guest. Awesome. So it's, so since we're speaking of cancer and breast cancer yep, awareness and yep. stuff, so I want to um, make you guys aware that we have um, somebody in our um, chat every week that is... It's a lot of ums. Shut up, um... <laughs> just kidding, John. It was terrible, and I didn't She's even notice it. She's a big fan of Paratalk Radio. I know yeah. her personally. She's a her great person. Her name is Heather Palermo, and there's actually a GoFundMe for because she has cancer back. What was that? So I think it was Wasn't a door. Me. A door opening or closing. Um, so we want to get Heather's GoFundMe out there and have you guys um, – made aware of it and maybe you guys can help um um <laughs> so uh, uh i we're gonna put it back up on our um, um it's on paratalk radio's facebook now mm-hmm. yeah. so if if you go find it there it's heather's gofundme um we just want to help her yeah exactly Kick so cancer's ass you know what Heather. if we can get another hundred dollars donated to um Paratalk, I think you should do a reading for the person that does $100. If I have to do it, you have to do something. I'm doing something. What the frick? <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, if I'm wearing hot pink wow. pants, you got to give something, too, so I, somebody donate. I mean, we said that. I mean, Dave said that, or Dean, excuse me, Dean said that um, if if we did the extra 200 mm-hmm. got it up to 200 we would do readings. And he would come okay. back on. Oh, And I okay. was totally okay with that. Cool. Cool. So cool. I just want to put it out there so these people know. That, yeah. Uh, you know, so. Yeah. But we will get the date set, and we'll get Dean back. It'll be the hot pink episode. Yeah. The hot pink episode. Yeah, Breast Cancer Awareness Month is all of October. Yeah. It's also No Shave November. Uh, no. No, November. You said October. Yeah, October is um, well, I, booby month, 
Booby. <laughs> Booby Awareness Month. Okay, well, we have to remember that we have our, our dates. I'm sorry, I screwed up on that. Our dates are filled. There are only, um, I hear you. right now, October 29th, the Halloween special is, is open as of right now, mm-hmm. which we could... We, we could, could. Put, we could put that in there. Our our but our hundredth anniversary is November fifth. Mm-hmm. Now those two dates are open. We also have November twenty sixth open, and most of December, which is tenth um, and seventeenth, because we won't be here Christmas Eve and won't be here New Year's. So um, so you only have what four dates that we have to do this. There's only four dates left. Well, it's going to be pink. We should probably stick to the no, to the October. Well, there is no October. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. that's Halloween. Yeah. And that's got to be a big scary one. I'm actually working on a couple big names for that. Okay. So why can't we still do it in November? November fifth. Um, November fifth is do 100- it. You should do it one day in Gettysburg. <laughs> <laughs> In front of everyone. Oh, no, 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 no. God, and don't forget everybody. And Dean, you know, you're, we're going to have to get you out to one of our, you know, the events that we visit, too. It'd be fun to have you with us, I think. What about Kentucky? That, uh, I, yeah, I would love, I would love to do that. Yeah, I, I mean, Scarefest. It would be great to have him at Scarefest. How far is Kentucky from you? Probably far. A couple, uh, ten hours? Where in Kentucky? Yeah, Lex- uh, 12 Lex- hours, mate, so to speak. Oh really? Um, so, roundabouts. Yeah, we're there the thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth, and sixteenth at Scarefest. So if you feel okay. like taking a trip, that's what we'll be. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, our, our our show is telling us we only have ninety seconds left, which is you know. It is what it is. But, guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Dean, Dean thank you thank again you for joining so us. We, much for the pink it was a trip man. to have you here. <laughs> We're definitely going to have you back. We'll the send you the information pants. when we're doing it. And um, thank you, thank Dave, you, Dave, for the $100 for the hot pink pants. And anybody yeah. else that donates, we'll, we'll, get, you yeah. we'll get you a surprise of some something, you know, signed autograph, pink pants or something. All right, so... Um, other than that, I guess we're all good. Everybody have a good night. This is Ted and Cindy saying so long, so oh, long. But no, no. wherever no. there is darkness, there is always delight. delight. You've been listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy. Catch us next Monday when we will bring you another fantastic guest. Thank you to our guests, our sponsors, and Jay Wolf Productions. Be safe, be good, and remember, wherever there is darkness, there is always the light. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing at, at Dave because he put right on our thing for the line for aristocrats. Uh-huh. You guys got to watch Paratalk Radio because the wolf man is wearing hot pink pants soon.
Okay, all right, all right. Dean, thank you again, man. We appreciate you being here with us. Dean, take care. Thank you, guys. It was an honor being on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, anytime, man. Anytime. (laughs) You got the number now, so call in anytime. All right. All right. Take care. Sounds good. We'll we'll reconnect with you soon. Bye bye. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Dave cracks me up. 